Welcome, everybody, to CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. This is the show that brings to you the highlights of the sports world and industry. From Major League Baseball to the NBA, NFL, EPL, and so much more. CSCR is here to focus on local sports in the Windy City. From the Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, and White Sox. We're here to talk sports to the true fans of Chicago. We are live here from Studio One at WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. This is CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. All right, we're going live. And there we are, guys. Welcome to Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, episode 25. And it is a packed house in Studio One. The Red Rebel Army is back. We have the whole crew, plus the new intern, Tom Chris. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, Chicago. Hello, America. And it's freezing tonight. (laughs) It's like, can I get a five? Um, to my right, no, to my left, this way, uh, the one and only first appearance on live TV, first appearance for these two guys, uh, it is Sammy the Bull. What's up, guys? Glad to be here. And to my right is the professor of Chicago Sports Radio. Hey, guys. Mr. Jackman. Hey, guys. I'm happy to be here and looking forward to this show. He lost the um, title of producer to Tom Chris, so now he's the professor of Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. You're joking around. No, that's true. <laughs> that was in our contract. Me and Jackman were talking about it on one of our earlier podcasts. That's why we were gone for like two years. I need a pay raise. Yeah, well, we, had, we ended up negotiating with WCSN, and we finally oh, they got see. us back, and part of it was we had to have new job titles and stuff. Um, uh, here, Yeah, there you go. All right, cool. So, anyways, guys, bear with us. How do you like the new studio? Uh, we actually have the brick wall in the back that we built. It took a whole year to build it, uh, but we got it up. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's looking pretty good. So let us know what you guys think of the new studio. Um, I hope you guys like it. Uh, please join the chat room, um, obviously, and ask questions. And then we'll actually stop and uh, answer or at least give you guys our opinions of any questions asked. Uh, so... Drop it in the chat room. We've got multiple people looking in the chat rooms to see uh, what's going on and the questions that are being said. So with that being said, before we start and get into the show, because we do have a lot today, we're going to go over, uh, first and foremost, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. So we're going to go over the Super Bowl and discuss a lot of the uh, um, hot items of what we think we need to talk about for the Super Bowl with the Eagles and the Patriots. Um, actually, uh, a, a nice little tidbit. And Did you guys see any of the Super Bowl commercials yet? No. I saw no. them all. How do you see them all? Uh, they're on YouTube. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. All how, of them. How do they look? Uh, some of them are okay. Some of them aren't, aren't. I'm just shocked at the fact that a lot of these guys did 60 seconds, and that's $5 million per 30 seconds. So some of these companies were forking over $10 million for one minute of TV time. Can you just tell us which one's your favorite? Um, actually, don't, don't, don't go in details. 
Just uh, tell us the brand. I, I, I have details, dude. Oh, um, they did a Game of Thrones Doritos commercial. If you guys aren't to Game of Thrones, well, we know you love Doritos. Uh, they had Morgan Freeman doing a Mountain Dew Live commercial. Okay. Uh, da- the, my funniest one was Skittles, and they had David Sh- David Schwimmer putting Skittles into a sandwich, and then the sandwich was talking back, and then he was yelling back at the sandwich. So that was pretty funny. Um, Anheuser-Busch, uh, Bud, uh, Budweiser did one, wasn't that good. Uh, oh, uh, Duracell was my favorite. Duracell? Yeah, so what they did is there was a picture of someone's back wearing a hoodie, and it's it's supposed to resemble Bill Belichick. You know, he wears that hoodie with the cutoff tees. And it was and then it's the tur- bunny. And then it turns uh-huh. the Duracell the the figure, whatever it is, and all it ended up being is a double A Duracell battery with oh. a hoodie on it. And that's all it says. It's pretty funny. Oh, the bunny's unadjusted. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but in any case, uh, we're going to go over NBA as well. So Super Bowl, NBA, a lot going on in the NBA. We're going to talk about the Bulls, uh, what their current state is going on, how they're playing right now. Uh, we're going to go over the trade with Miritich, which I'm actually a little happy about. We'll talk more about it later. And uh, the whole debacle that's happening in Cleveland with LeBron James uh, and all those guys, Kevin Love, IT, uh, the whole LeBron's going to Golden State. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, actually, and I posted it on our social media, uh, said something. Fa- He's my brother from another mother, Stephen A. Smith. I love the dude. Like, everything <laughs> he says is exactly the way I think. That's why I love the guy so much. But um, And then what else do we got? Boxing. Oh, we got a lot of boxing, a lot of upcoming boxing events that are going to be happening. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. Did I miss anything, Jackman? No. Well, I want to go over a couple things about baseball. And, oh, okay. Good. Yeah, and uh, All-Star. Spring break's coming up. The NBA All-Star. Yes, the rosters, and then the All-Star weekend I like, too. Yeah, I like the weekend, too. I like the weekend more than the game, actually. The th- I like the three-point contest and the dunk contest. Yeah, and there's a lot the of skills. good guys in the dunk contest this year. In the first year against the second-year players, but now it's the Americans against the European yeah, players. Yeah, I don't watch that game that much. No? I like the, th- the skills competition, the three-point competition, slam dunk competition. And then we'll talk about that stuff, too. So, all right. Uh, before we get going, I want to talk, obviously, before, and I know some of you guys hate this, but I want to talk about some of our social media where you guys can find us before we can go on there. So that way everyone can view us, listen to us, uh, and I just wanted to make sure that you guys understand how easy it is so you guys can listen to us or watch us. So first and foremost, we're right here on YouTube. So you can catch us live on YouTube. Uh, we're going to be doing Fridays at 7 p.m. is going to be CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. Chicago Sports Crunch Radio will be going over all local sports, national sports. Boxing will be included. There will be even sometimes where there will be so much boxing or so much of one sport that we may just do a podcast dedicated, a CSCR podcast dedicated just to that one event. So we'll be going over that. So that will be on YouTube Live, 7 p.m. every Friday, uh, every week. Then we'll be going over w, uh, WTR, which is Wrestle Talk Radio, and Wrestle Talk Radio will be going on on Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Tuesdays, and uh, we'll be doing that as well too. So I I can't I don't know what the first one is. R. Yes. Oh no, we're not. See, I can't show it. And the girl's like, damn. The girl's like, I can't All right, see anyways, you. So on the podcast version, <laughs> on the podcast version. We're on, so we'll just click on live right Thank now. Thank you. So hold on a second. Yeah. Damn it. Fucking Nick. 
All right, guys. So we are live. Sorry about <laughs> that. Uh, we actually uh, tuned in and we didn't go live. We had some technical difficulties. Our intern, Tom Chris, actually is still learning. So please forgive him. I'm the one who pointed oh, this you out. Blame <laughs> I'm the one who pointed so he's, this out. He's, he's the one, who the one the that, uh, that had some that. mess ups here. What so lies? In any uh, case, he is. Um, oh, hold on one second there. Our intern, Tom Chris. <laughs> All right. So we are actually live now. So uh, I hope everyone can see us. Sorry for the tec technical difficulties again. Learning curve here on YouTube, and our new intern still. Uh, trying to, to get used to everything. But in any case, uh, we were talking about briefly, and we didn't go over too much. All we did is uh, introduce ourselves, uh, and all I really wanted to do for the guys that are just tuning into YouTube really quick is um, I wanted to make sure that everyone knows that this guy and this guy are the originators of the Red Rebel Army of Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. Sammy the Bull to my left. What's up, guys? Glad to be here. Jackman, the professor of hey guys. Uh, Chicago sports to my right. Hey, guys. Happy and then to be we here just also. threw Tom Chris in the corner because he just messed up the live feed. So what are you talking we, about? We had to throw him in the <laughs> you corner. You got the best looking guy in the corner. We were just yeah. too upset that he just messed everything up for us. <laughs> um, so uh, what we're going to basically be going over, guys, is, and the chat room is up. Thank you, Scotty. You're on there. I see you. Thank you. Uh, but I want to just make sure we go over what we're going to talk about today. We're going to go over the Super Bowl a lot. Um, Super Bowl is uh, going to be huge this Sunday, and uh, we will uh, be talking a lot about the Patriots and the Eagles. We talked about the Super Bowl commercials earlier. I'm not going to talk about that stuff a little bit later. I might maybe later, not now, uh, not go into it. We're going to talk about the NBA. We're going to talk about the Meritage trade. We're going to talk about the Bulls' progress and the state of, of how they're playing right now. We're going to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers' mess uh, with LeBron James, with Kevin Love, with IT, this whole debacle that's happening in Cleveland. And now uh, LeBron wants to go to Golden State, per se. Um, talked about how much I loved Stephen A. Smith, and he's a brother from another mother. And uh, we're going to go over boxing, and Jackman's got some uh, baseball trivia that he's going to go over as well, too. So um, we'll uh, go over a lot. So I was just jumping into how you guys can catch us, how you guys can see us, and uh, that's when we found out that we had some technical difficulties. So uh, that's what I'm going to jump into right now. So obviously right here on YouTube is where you guys can catch us. Every Friday, 7 p.m., we'll be doing Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. Uh, that's going over local, national sports. We'll be also touching some uh, boxing as well too. There might be times where we're going sometimes when we're having so much about one subject that we may do a show about just that one subject, just like a show to boxing or or what have you. Um, that will be every Friday at 7 p.m. We will also be doing Wrestle Talk Radio on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And that will be either with it'll be with me, Wild Bill, Levi the Mouth, uh, or all three of us. Um, and that will be, and you guys can catch us here on YouTube. So what I need you guys to do is subscribe to our YouTube page. So there's a little subscribe button up there. I need you guys to click that, subscribe to us, so then that way you guys can catch all our live feeds, uh, and then that way we know how many followers we got and uh, so on and so forth. So we'll be live here. That's the best way you guys can catch us, the best way to interact with us as well too. You guys can ask us any questions that you guys want at any time, and all of us will answer or give you guys our opinion at least. Uh, again, remember, we're fans, true fans of this city and this network 
Mark, our, one of our slogan is, is built by the fans for the fans, which is you. Um, also, I want to make sure where you guys can catch us on our podcast, which is our biggest traction, and that's why we decided to go live. One of the biggest reasons to go live was so that we can get the interaction, but our podcast is the one that gets the biggest traction. SoundCloud, number one. So you guys can catch us on SoundCloud if you look up Windy City Sports Network. Uh, iTunes, rate us, give us five stars, and make sure you subscribe to it. Click that button just like on YouTube. It says subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, TuneIn Radio, Podbean, uh, Overcast, Google Play. We're on Google Play right now. Um, and then the podcast app as well, too. So all those apps are free. They're available on iOS and on Android. And you guys can listen to us at any time on any of those devices. So you guys can hear us for free. You guys can listen to us for free. Uh, and that's it. Let's go on with the show. So that means we're going to dig into uh, Sammy's favorite thing right now happening on Sunday. What is that? Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Um, all right, so what's your take on this, man? Or let's let's start with, I guess because you guys, well, let's start with who do you guys think is going to win? Well, I mean, I think it's a pretty even matchup. I think that there's some areas where the Eagles match up pretty well with the Patriots, but uh, then again, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. So I think that... Um, this Super Bowl is one of the more evenly matched Super Bowls that we've had over the last 10, 20 years, in yeah, my opinion. I agree. If you look at the line here, I think it's uh, Sports Bovada has it uh, minus four and a half for the Patriots, so yep. even they have it close. It's a very, very close, um, and um, I, I think part of it is, too, I mean, overall, I know Brady's Mr. Clutch, and he's he's very scary. Um, I know that the Eagles got to have to do a lot, and as hard as they work, and we saw it with Jacksonville in the first, second, and third quarter, if they don't work hard in the fourth, even harder than they did in the first, second, and third, they're going to lose that game because Brady's going to beat him and kill him at the fourth quarter. Um, and he's just – he's that leader. He's that motivator and stuff. Um, but who do you think? Who do I think's going to win? Yeah. I think it's going to be very close, but I give a slight edge to the Patriots because of Tom Brady. But I think it's going to be very, very close. I think it's it, probably like uh, 31-28 – Somewhere along those lines. So you think it's going to be high scoring? Yeah, I think it's going to be high scoring, yeah. Um, so you think Patriots because of Brady? Yeah. You, Who I do mean, you want, though? I want the Eagles to win. Everyone wants the Eagles. Yeah. City I mean, of brotherly love. Tom Brady's unbelievable. I mean, he's 40 years old. I mean, this guy, is, he's amazing. So what is – and the guy doesn't want to retire. I think who are we talking – me and Tom were talking about it. Yeah, he doesn't want to retire. He wants, what, three, four more years? Yeah. But his wife is like, baby, I want you home. <laughs> I want you with the kids. You know, so who knows? Did um, – what are you uh, – what's your take on this, Jackman? Who do you think? I also think it's going to be a very close game. If you look at all the Patriots' uh, victories in the Super Bowls, even their defeats, they were very close. All of them are decided by, like, less than a touchdown, I believe. Now, these guys, they did play each other, and Brady was there in 4 but it was McNabb for the Phillies, and uh, uh, Patriots won by, like, four, uh, three points. I think, like, 24 to 21. So, usually when the teams are close, I always lean towards the team with the better quarterback, you know, and that's, usually, that's Tom Brady. But Nick Foles... He showed himself in 2013. He showed himself last week. I like the Eagles coach, Doug Peterson. He's he's really smart. He had a good game plan for the Vikings. Now, the Vikings had the number one defense, but his game plan was to get the ball out of Nick Foles' hands quickly 
so the rush wouldn't get to him. So that's that's something that's he, he game planned for that team. This guy he worked with uh Don Shula. He was under Don she was a quarterback, Doug Peterson. And uh, he used to work a lot with Don, Don Shula. So I think he's we, – you know, we know Belichick's a genius. But I also think the Philly coach is really good. I would have to give a slight edge to the Patriots. Last week when I did – or two weeks ago when I did the pick, I, uh, I picked the Eagles to win and I picked the uh, Patriots to win. And then I said I think Patriots for the win. But I didn't really watch the Eagles a lot this year, and they were playing with Carson Wentz. And when I seen them last week – uh, or two weeks ago, whatever, when they beat the Vikings. They were really impressive. I think they do have a chance. I think if it's a close game, Patriots are going to win. They usually pull off in the fourth quarter. But Philly, defensive d- disruptive, and I also think it's not going to be bigger than seven points. It's going to be probably a three-point victory. Pro- I'll lean towards the Patriots, but something's telling me that this Philly team can can beat them. The only two losses the Patriots lost was to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Everyone else they beat, but they beat them in close games. All right, who do you want to win, though? You're rooting for the Philly or are you rooting for New England? So you think the Patriots are going to win, but who do you want to win? Most likely in a close game. Uh, I kind of like the Philly team. Chris Long's on there. Howie's right. son. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm. I, I get. Well, and I like. You know what? I like Nick Folds real fast. I like Nick Folds' story. He almost retired. He almost retired, yeah. and he came back to Philly. And I kind of like that story. Yeah. All right. So um, someone's got a question here. You ready? Yes. Do you guys think the game might go into overtime? I think it's very possible. I think it's going to be a very close game. Um, you know, I actually, what I think uh, the Eagles can do, they have a chance to win this game if they can put pressure on Tom Brady with their front four. That's how you beat Brady. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brady kills you on the blitz. Yeah. When guy, when you blitz, I mean, that's when he uh, that short pass. Yes. So if though the, when they play the Giants, the Giants had a fantastic defensive line, and the Eagles got a pretty good defensive line also. So if they're able to pressure them like forty percent of the time, the stats show that. Uh, the odds of beating Tom Brady improve greatly. So I, I think it, I think it has a great chance of going in overtime. Uh, I think it may end up being decided in overtime by a field goal. Um, I think, like Sammy, it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be in the high 20s, maybe early 30s, um, and it's going to be a field goal deciding game. This is going to be all on defense. It's going to be a defensive game, and what what strategies each defense or each team is going to put in place and stuff. I got a lot to go into my. What do you, Tom? What's your What's your picks on this? Well, uh, last week I was thinking about the Patriots pulling it off, but everyone knows Tom Brady is the comeback kid. Yeah. So last year in the Super Bowl when they were down twenty five, um, you can see the Atlanta Falcons not be that aggressive. So I think this year Philadelphia. Is going to be remembering that, and they're going to just gonna keep playing at the highest level. So, so far, you, you got, what, three uh, wins for the Patriots? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick on the other side. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Thank you. Okay? At least I'm not by myself. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the Eagles because I think they know what Tom can do at the last minute, and just because you're up 10 points or 15 points, I, I think, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But I, hopefully it's a good game. I don't want to go in overtime. I, I think it's going to go over, or I think it's going to, I'm going Philly. I'm rooting for Philly, and I'm going for Philly. Mm-hmm. So that's good, two and two here. Um, but I've, I've got a lot. I actually did research, ton of research on this 
got a ton of time to do it. And I, I, I basically went over what each team has to do to win this game. I got four key things. First, Brady is the best fourth quarter quarterback. There's no other quarterback out there in the fourth quarter that could come through in clutch. And I know that on, on uh, um, take one with uh, Shannon Sharp uh, and Bayless, uh, they talked about that a lot. And they were comparing Michael Jordan with Tom Brady um, and, and so on and so forth. So he's, he is clutch. But uh, there's, there's four key things that you have to do right now. Uh, or this How about is for, Joe Montana? Uh, I think Brady's better, man. I'll go Brady. Rings. I'll take Brady. Yeah. No, but in the clutch, Joe Cool was really good, too. He was, but yeah. I think Brady's yeah. got him beat huh. now. You know but, why? yeah, of course he was. You know why I take Brady? Because he played with different personnel. If you look at Montana, he had Jerry Rice. He had John Taylor. He had, you know... He, he had, had those guys. guys. Yeah, he had those guys for you know. He, he Brady's did. done it with a bunch of different guys. He did, but he won the first one in uh, I believe '81. He didn't have some of those guys. The first one he won, but he did have those guys. He, they won '88, '89. Did, they, the have, same did they, they have Roger Craig in the first one? '81. No, a lot of those guys weren't there. I think '84 Roger Craig might have been there, but '81 when he had Dwight Clark and those other guys. So what one of uh, Bill says? It's all. It's all on the Eagles' blitz. One of those linebackers mm-hmm. are going to get to Brady. If the linebackers can't get to him, it's game over for the Eagles. They might try to hurt him. So hurt Tom Brady. Here, here's my four keys. Here's my four yeah. things I yeah. think that they need to do. The front four of the Eagles' wide nine scheme. They have to wear down that O line. They they have now. Here, here's some stats for you. The Patriots' offensive line only gave up 35 sacks this year. That's nothing. No. That it, one of the best offensive lines right now in the league. So that front four has a ton of work to do. Jacksonville last week only sacked them three times, so there was no real pressure applied. So the pass rush, they have to establish it big time. They have to get in there. They have to attack Brady. But what that means is then the linebackers are going to get done over because what Brady's going to do is he's going to start throwing the, the, the short passes and you're going to have like Deion Lewis and those guys like blow that place up. So the linebackers got to be on their toes in the secondary for that. But the front four with their with their, with their wide nine scheme have to go in hard. Um, they have to let Foles be himself and they got to let him go. Don't control him. Don't tell him... Just let him be who he is. He's got an arm on himself, and he makes pretty solid decisions. He's not one of those guys where you'll be like, he's not like a Rex Grossman of the Bears when we made the Super Bowl <laughs> against the Colts. Like, he's a guy that I think you can let go, and you may get something good out of him. Um, the key is stopping Gronk. Force Brady to pass to Amendola and these other receivers and don't give him that big target option of Gronk. Gronk announced that he's going to play. So they said that he cleared. Well, they allowed him to play yeah, so yesterday. They, they cleared they, it. They cleared him yesterday. But, and I think that's BS. I don't think he should be playing, but I know whatever the case is. Um, that's a whole other story with concussion protocol. But they, they, I, if you take Gronk out of the game, he's forced to go into the other wide receivers, and then we can see what happens from there. Um, and then they have to win the special team battles. They have to go after that, and they have to win. Philly's got a better defense right now. I, I, yes, I Philly has a better defense. Than yes. the Patriots. Yes, they so do. So they have a huge shot at this, and this is going to be a defensive game big time. Now, for the Patriots, they got because of the stuff that obviously I know that the Eagles are going to be doing, and both coaches are looking both ways, you're going to have to lean – 
Brady's got to lean on the halfbacks more in the passing game. So Josh McDaniels loves to craft game plans around this stuff. And, and, and to truth be told, that's who I wanted to be the Bears coach. I know he failed miserably in Denver, but I didn't want Nagy. That's who I wanted. Uh, McDaniels is a great offensive coordinator, and in my personal opinion, I think the Patriots have three head coaches right now. Their defensive coordinator, their offensive coordinator, and Bilicek. All three of those guys can be head coaches in other teams. But they, they have to use their halfbacks more. So guys like James White, Deion Lewis, Burkhead, they're going to have to work the overtime on the short pass games. Um, and then the, the, the pass run option – they have to put the defense has to put the pressure on them because what's going to happen right now and I've got stats on this too it folds. So if you're looking at the run game with the non RPOs, 61% completion rate, his TD interception ratio is eight to two, and when he's running the RPOs, it's a 93.8 completion rate, zero zero TD inter- interception. So huge for the defense of of the Patriots, and frankly, I don't know if they've got the c- capability of doing that. When you're signing guys like Harrison the guy's a beast but he's old you know what I mean and a lot of the guys that the Patriots get are usually older guys but I know they've got a ton of experience and stuff but we'll see what they're capable of doing and how they can do it they have to put the pressure on Foles and then they have to make sure they stop that run game Philly's run game with with Ajay uh, and Blount it is it is monstrous and and that's one of the games that they have to go through and they have to attack so we'll see what happens, but those are my keys that I think both teams have to go after and they have to key on, and we'll see what happens. We saw it in Jacksonville, too, last year. Remember, what's that guy's name? Uh, the halfback in the first half, or the first half that was getting all those runs. Grant, wasn't it? Who's the halfback from Jacksonville? We got, they got Leonard Fournette now. No, yeah. the, other, the, guy, the other guy that they used. They used that guy for the options. Uh I forgot. It's not yeah. Ivory. No, yeah. No, it's Grant. I think it's Charles Grant or something. I forgot his name. But I mean, we saw that last last uh, game with with uh, um, look look it up really quick. It's something Grant. Corey Grant. There you go, Corey Grant. Corey Grant. They, they, that guy was blowing it up in the first and the second half, or the first and second quarter. And I mean, and it's and he, we saw what that that game can do to the Patriots, and they can't stop it. So we'll, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a real interesting game, I think. I think it's going to be a good game, too. Maybe 27-24 Patriots, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Philly won. It really wouldn't. Yeah. Because they, the, they do got the better defense. For the year, the Philly defense was ranked number four. Now, this is off a yards per game. And the uh, New England Patriots was ranked 29. But look at this. The New England Patriots allow... 366 yards per game where the Philly only allow 300, uh, 306, but points per game, they're almost tied. So Belichick's defense or Matt Patricia's defense will bend, but they're 18, they both give 18 and a half points per game. Philly's 18.4, New England's 18.5. That's the only thing. I think Philly's an overall better team except for the offense of Brady, but they're Patriots' system and they're like so well coached. And uh, even Amendola, who was just like a kind of a decent good player in the Rams, is like really good in the Patriots because of Tom Brady and their system. And Edelman, who's one of my favorite players, I wish he was playing. He's the one who should have got the MVP, you know. Yeah. Was that against Seattle? Yeah, against Seattle. Yeah, he's the one who should have got the MVP, I believe. 
So not Brady. I, I, Although Brady was great, I think he should have got it. Yeah, I, I still think, and I would not be surprised if the Patriots won. So if the Patriots did win, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Um, I just think that, and, and and you hit it, Jackman. I think if they win, they won because they got out coached. I th- like I said, they've got great coaching staff in, in New England, and the more experience I think than those guys. They, in they do, but Philly has shorts on defense, and they, and they who's on offense? The shorts, and the Philly coach. They got the another offensive coordinator. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, who's looking it up? They got some good coaches too. Bull and is that, looking it up. And that Doug Peterson. Rigged up a nice game plan last week, two weeks ago against the Vikings. So it's Frank Reich. Okay, Frank Reich. Right. He, he was a backup for the Buffalo Bills. He's the one who had the greatest comeback. Yeah, in history, nineteen uh, was it ninety one yeah, against the Houston Oilers yeah, against Jim Warren Ke- Mean. Yeah, Jim Kelly got hurt, and yeah, right. right. So so he's he's good too. So these guys got good coaches too, Philly. We have another question. Ready? Yeah. All right. So someone wants to know, and I'm I'm assuming it's for gambling reasons. Uh, which team will have the lead by halftime? Mm, you know good what? question. If, if you're going to gamble, I'll say the Eagles. I, I was going to say the Eagles, are, too. I would go with the Eagles. I would go with the Eagles, too. And here's the reason why. You can go back to the Jacksonville game and see what Jacksonville was doing. They're, Philly's going to do the same thing. And like I said when we first started talking about this, if – if Philly, the way they play in the first, second, and third quarter, if they stop and give up a little bit in the fourth, the Patriots got it. But they ha- how hard they play in the first, second, and third, they have to play three times harder in the fourth. Um, I think Philly will end up with the lead, uh, and the Patriots are going to be trying to make that comeback. Uh, and we'll see if they happen, if it happens, or if Philly's going to run out of gas. I'm going reverse. You think the Patriots will be leading um, the yeah. Jacksonville, and, and then I'm going, going reverse. Wow, I'm uh, going reverse. You know, you know, guys. I'd also want to add something here. If you look at the the Patriots, they never dominate anyone. All their Super Bowls are close. They're within a few points. I mean, it's every Super Bowl goes down to the wire. So maybe their luck will uh, run out this time. It it could. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think so, though. You, you, you don't, don't think so? Look at all their Super Bowls. Their Super Bowls have all been decided by three points or less. This Patriot team, they're not that dominant. They're not like the old-school 49ers, or they're not like the old-school Chicago, you know, well, yeah, the Bears for that one year. I mean, they can be beat. No, they're not dominant. They no. barely win. That's like, what makes yeah. them special. That's what makes the Patriots special. They always find a way to win. Well, Tom Brady can never beat yeah. Eli uh, Manning, right? Jack Manning, he lost, he lost twice. Against the Giants, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Peyton, so. he beat Eli. I mean, he beat he beat Peyton, Peyton but he, but he, can't he beat his brother. They lost. Eli. They lost Wait, once to the Giants, once, once to Seattle, I believe. Oh, no, no, the or, twice, twi- to the twice, twice to the Giants. Twice to the Giants. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. Seattle, they should have lost if they would have gave it to yeah. uh, who's what's his name. So if I was the uh, yeah, if, if, so I, if I was the Philly like owner, I would get Eli Manning at the game. <laughs> I would have him there. Well, they did lose to the, what's that Eastern Conference NFC team? I mean, it's got to be NFC, of course. Um, but Eastern Conference team, Philly's in the same conference as Peyton, the Giants. Peyton Manning will be in a Super Bowl commercial for Universal Studios. Not Papa John's Pizza. No, damn. <laughs> or national uh, nationwide. Nationwide is on, on your side. side. No, that was a good question. The last one. Yeah, that was. Yeah, um, yeah but, it was. But um, yeah, that it's it's going to be a fun fun game to watch. It's going to be. Uh, very exciting uh, with what's going on. Um, who's doing halftime? I think it's Timberlake. Yes, Justin Timberlake's doing a halftime. Any surprise uh, appearances by Janet? <laughs> Janet Jackson? Mm-hmm. No. 
Uh, I think Pin- Pink's Pink, doing yeah. the... Pink's she's a Phillies the- fan. She's from the she's Philadelphia. She's from Philly. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. from Philly. So she's doing the national anthem in the beginning. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it for like... I, I, I think Timberlake, because I know he's releasing an album, will probably do something crazy. Um, and there'll probably be surprise spots along with it as well too. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm 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 rooting for Philly, and I want Philly, even though those, those fans are a little crazy up there. But we'll see what happens. Uh, I think Philly could pull it off. I think they have a really big chance and good chance to do they're it. They're gonna they're gonna pull it off, and some Philly fans are gonna send themselves some uh, Philly steak sandwiches over here in Chicago. <laughs> but if yeah. I had to bet, I would bet on uh, Brady Patriots. Yeah, I would Betting bet on him. Patriots. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Super Bowl talk. Bull, nothing? No, that just about covers it on my end. Nothing for Jackman? No, I'm good. Um, uh, I, I don't want to get out of the NFL just yet, though. Uh, I want to talk about the, the Alex Smith-Kirk Cousins deal. Catch you guys. Yeah. So what did you guys think of Washington getting Smith and Kansas City trading him? I think Kirk Cousins is better than Alex Smith. 100%. And I don't know why Washington thinks that Alex Smith is better. I don't get it. Now, the only the only thing I can think of is unless they think that Kirk Cousins is going to ask for big bucks, which he is, and the reason is because he's going to get it from the other four teams. But um, where now here's the other question I have. Where do you guys think Cousins will end up? Could be the Vikings. I don't think they're going to go. The only way they'll – well, Bridgewater will probably end up in the PUP. But I still think um, – uh, What do you think, Nick? So Arizona, maybe? Arizona would be a good place for him to land. No. Carson he, Palmer's an old man. He's been he, injured. No, he's gone he's, already. He's, I think. He retired. Yeah, Palmer yeah, but, retired. Yeah. Um, they, I, didn't Arizona just sign somebody? Arizona just signed a quarterback, I thought. Um, th- this is my theory. I think Denver is his first choice to mm. go. Um, I think he's got a solid team there. If they don't get rid of those wide receivers, I think that he may possibly end up going to Denver. Now, Cousins did say, though, already that he is not going to make his decision solely based on money, although money talks, and he may do that. Um, But I I think his first choice might be Denver. His second choice, but how old is Cousins? 27? He's got to be like 27, 26. Um, 28, maybe. Um, the Jets, but the, that's my second option. Mm. But the Jets are a long way from winning, and I don't know if he's going to put himself in that situation again. And I know that one of the reasons for him leaving Washington was because of the losing records. So um, Minnesota's my third option, but it, it, I think Minnesota's really going to depend. I know they're not sold on Keenum, and I know Bridgewater may be on the pup. Um, and if that's the case, then, yeah, I think they'll do it and they'll go after it. Um, but I, I think that's it. Then the third one, which I've heard rumors about, but I'm not getting this as an option, is Cleveland. And my, my issue with Cleveland is, did they give up on Kaiser already? They just drafted this kid. I don't think they gave up on him. So, I don't, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's I, I heard their name out there. That's why. And I was like, why would Cleveland be signing the Cousins when they just drafted Kaiser? It just makes no sense to me why they would do that and give up on a kid after one year. Now, I know they didn't win a game, but still, like, you got to give this guy an offensive line and some threats, and he doesn't have either. You know, mentioning the Cleveland Browns, how the hell does Hugh Jackson still have his job? I, I, don't, I don't get it. I think I, they're going to give him time. But he's one in thirty-one in the last two years. Man. I mean, one in thirty-one. That's 
is is um who's didn't they fire the GM? I'm not. I don't know. If, I'm not sure. If I, I I think if anything, I think they're putting the blame on the GM, whoever the GM is. But I mean, you got that team is so foobard, man. I, I don't. Know. You hey, know what I would 30, really like? Hey, if you're if you're a great football coach, there's no way you go one and thirty-one. You gotta find you gotta find ways to win the game. The the, the players love them. So who but. who national championship? Alabama, Georgia. If you take the national champion right now in the NCAA. And you haven't played Cleveland. Who Cleveland do you think will would win? They'll kill them. Hundred to nothing. You think Cleveland, Cleveland would win? Hundred to nothing. Cleveland yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cleveland will win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just I question it sometimes. I feel no, like maybe Cleveland. an NCAA no. team Cleveland. could beat it's these guys. No, it's, it's a different like a seniors level. playing yeah. against uh, eighth graders. It's not I, I've the Although, although colleges like Alabama, they probably have seven, eight NFL, you know, guys going pro, literally. They probably have seven, eight guys drafted every year from those oh, colleges. Oh, th- yeah, yeah, they're big yeah. colleges all the time. I mean, these guys, all they do is recruit full-time all year round. So, all right. Um, what else is there? NFL, nothing NFL-wise? You think Alex Smith is going to do good in Washington? And he signed that whole huge contract now, too. I'm, I'm not too impressed with the Redskins. I don't think he's going to do that good. I and, see him going like 7-9 yeah. and nine to 9-7, nine and seven, some, somewhere along right, those somewhere lines. Right, somewhere around 500-ish, yeah. I mean, Alex Smith yeah, is a solid decent. guy. He's decent. He's solid. Yeah. But he's not great. All right. So, um, NFL, I think that's pretty much all we got. We're split on, on Philly and the Patriots. Um, so, we'll be seeing uh, who's going to win on Sunday. Sunday's going to be very exciting. Um, I spoke a little bit about the commercials uh, just so that people – oh, I forgot to tell you guys my favorite one. I thought my favorite, favorite one – uh, was Amazon, hmm. and they had Jeff Bezos on the commercial, and he had, uh, it, it was actually pretty funny, if you guys have Alexa, uh, Alexa lost her voice, so he had all these famous people that would have a mic on, and they would talk when customers would ask Alexa something, so like Gordon Ramsay was one of the talkers, uh, Hopkins from Westworld was one of them, uh, one of the girls from Saturday Night Live, uh, so I, one of these pop singers were on there. So it was pretty funny because he was trying to bring these guys in. But that was the funniest one. But uh, Duracell with the Bill Bolichick one. You've got Budweiser had one. Groupon had one. Pringles had a funny one, uh, which is he had. Uh, and I know I'm talking about food, but um, <laughs> Pringles had, uh, you know how they have the pizza Pringle? Yes. And then the buffalo Pringle? Yes. So b- barbecue. So he put barbecue. You know all your Pringles. The one guy <laughs> all put. All the flavors. Well, hold on. This is funny. He put a barbecue Pringle in his hand. Uh-huh. And then he puts the pizza Pringle on second. Yes. And the one guy looks at it and he goes, whoa, you got a barbecue pizza there. Nice. <laughs> so then another guy walks by and he takes the jalapeno Pringles. And he puts the jalapeno one on top of it, and he goes, dude, you got a spicy barbecue. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So the Pringles one was pretty cool. Uh, they did a Game of Thrones Doritos commercial, uh, Mountain Dew Ice. So it, it, it sort of went with fire and ice because the Dorito was like a hot Dorito. So it was fire and ice. So it was pretty funny with Game of Thrones. Uh, they did a Febreze. T- Terry Branshaw was on a Tide commercial. He oh, was yeah. locked out somewhere. Um, what no, else? no Go Daddy commercials? Uh, Keanu Reeves did a Squarespace, okay, which is like a GoDaddy in a way. Okay, uh, Lexus had one with the 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 star of Black Panther. Uh, Peyton Manning did a Universal. M and M's had Danny DeVito. Mm. That was pretty funny. 
So Danny DeVito was like small, and he picked up a lucky penny, and he played the red M&M, and he was trying to ask people to eat him. He's like, will you eat me? He's like, no one will eat me. So that was pretty funny. I like uh, Danny funny. DeVito. Yeah, he is funny. Yeah, I like him. Uh, and I think that's, I mean, there's a lot of other ones on there. Uh, Michelob Ultra had a funny one with Chris Pratt on it. Uh, where he was trying to work out to become the main guy in the commercial. Hyundai had a cheesy one, so we'll see. I mean, honestly, I saw all of the skits for all the commercials, and I wasn't super impressed. So if you guys are one of those people that don't like to leave because you guys want to see the commercials, I don't think you're going to miss anything big uh, this commercial time. So go do whatever you guys have to do and go back and watch the game for, for that. But um, all right, I think that's uh, pretty much it for NFL talk, unless uh, – Tom Chris or anyone, because Tom Chris is over here doing this with us, telling us to keep going. I'm not saying that. I'm saying change it. I'm like, cut it. <laughs> All right. So um, what uh, are we going to jump into NBA now? Let's do it. Jackman's okay, favorite go. subject. NBA. All right. Bulls are horrible right now, dude. What's going on, Jackman? Chris Dunn is out. Yeah. I think, and, and I think that shows how important he is, too. It does show how important he is. I got some stats here with, with and without Chris Dunn in the lineup. All right, uh, points per game with Sal Chris Dunn, 108. With Dunn, 113.4. Three-point percentage, uh, uh, 36%, 36.5% without Dunn. With Dunn, 40%. Turnovers, 16.2 without Dunn, 13.2 with Dunn. Assisted turnover ratio, 1.58 without Dunn, 1.89 with Dunn. Uh, Offensive fast break, uh, Opponents fast break points. Without Don, 18. With Don, only 11.8. Uh, Miritic is not here no more, but this is just a big effect he had on him. Without Don, 13.4 points per game. With Don, 19.3 points per game. That's six points. It's a lot. Marketing. Without Don, 14.6. And with Don, 19.2. It just illustrates how important Chris Dunn is to the Bulls, to their offense. He gets the offense going quickly. He gets the ball up the court quickly. He he gets some in their offense, and he's a very good defender. He's got long arms. He he gets to he's averaging two steals a game. Like I said, he's one of my favorite Bull, and uh, I hope he comes back soon. He's still out. Last time we spoke, he was out with the concussion protocol, and he's still out. Uh, he may travel with the team shortly, and he's getting better. He did. Yeah, he did good. Good. And they so, actually said that he might uh, – he's not going to play tomorrow for sure, but he may be back, they said, the game after that. Okay. So he looks like he may be back in about a game, I'm, th- I'm assuming. In his own stats, let alone which he helps other players, which is the most important, how he runs office, offense, his own stats aren't shabby either. He's averaging 13.7 points a game, 6.3 assists, 4.6 rebounds, and like I said earlier, 2.1 steals a game. Not yeah. bad for a rook for basically a rookie because he said his first year. No, it's not bad. But however, we still need more talent on the on the Bulls. We're not going to win no championships. Not yet. You no, know? of course not, we're not yet. Win championships yes. right now. You're you're in the beginning stages of a rebuild. So um, we've been rebuilding since the late nineties. Well, <laughs> you know, no. it's about time. You know, Jordan's retired. I think it's sad what happened with that Bulls franchise. It really is. It is sad, but it happened. You know, we can't cry over spilled milk. We got to move, look forward. But 
I mean, we can't be rebuilding for what, 20 years now, two decades. Well, we got to figure this out. You really weren't rebuilding, though, because if you think about it, they had all their eggs in their basket with D. Rose, Joaquim Noah, and those guys that were there, and then that just didn't work out. So after that, then they had to blow it up, especially with what was happening with D. Rose, and then they were like, all right, we got to cut it off, and then we that's where they're at right now. we got to start all over again and stuff. So for that time period after the Jordan era, era they were um, – Semi-decent. Well, they were horrible for like four or five years, yeah, and then true. they became, after they drafted Rose, that really helped them. Yeah. Right. We couldn't get a free agent to come here. Nobody wanted well, to come here yeah, the way they because, treated Michael, the way yeah, they treated the way Michael and Pop, uh, Pippen and all those yeah. guys. And that's why I think a big reason why they brought Pippen and Grant back is to help with that aspect, um, which I think is a good move. But overall, I think that what they're doing right now, I truly, before the season – started i really didn't like what pax and gar were doing so i am i'm 100 percent on board with what they're doing now uh the rumors are out there after this trade is that robin lopez is next keep in mind the trade deadline is done on february 8th which is what three four five six seven eight that's wednesday next week i think that's like wednesday, wednesday of yeah, next yeah, week or thursday, thursday. Yeah. so uh robin lopez may be next uh, and there's rumors that jeremiah grant may be involved in that trade uh, as well to to get that out. Robin Lopez has got a big contract too, and that's why they're trying to unload him. He does got a big contract. Hey, you know, for the Bulls to win, they have to sign a big name free agent. That's just yeah, not happening. You got to sign somebody. You have right. to. So th- here's here's my theory. Of what you have to. This is what I here's my yeah, well, theory. Well, the Bulls hired like has been. They hired what uh, Dwayne Wade. Like yeah, that but, guy was yeah, he was yeah. And then cancer. Boozer, dude. they hired Booze back. Like why? Yeah, but 20? that was during. Yeah, I like Boozer. The, yeah, yeah oh, Boozer was on. okay. He ben Wallace, play defense Ben Wallace, what a bust. Yeah, that was yeah, a bust. That was a huge bust. Yeah. <laughs> ben was Wallace was terrible. Yeah, but he was funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I think. So let's talk the Miritich trade here. So, did you like it overall, Jackman? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, he didn't want to be here anymore, and they got a first round pick. Yep. And then they're going to have their own first-round pick. The only thing is if it's uh, protected, but the Pelicans, that's only in the top five. They're not going to They're sink. not going to be They're not going to go that, that low. Yep. So, no, I do like it. So yeah. I, I didn't know this before because I know I was tweeting out before that we basically – I didn't like the deal because uh, Asik, a seek and destroy's contract, was $34 million. And if we cut ties with him at the end of the season, we would end up paying $34 million for a first-round pick. He has a clause in his contract after this year where he only can ex- we can buy him out for fourteen million dollars, which is fantastic because at the end of the day, what's going to happen is we're going to keep Osik for this year, but I guarantee you he's going to be cut at the end of the year. We're going to pay him his fourteen million. He's on his way because that's a lot of money as well too. So it's like we don't he can be on his way. Tony Allen I think is going to be cut within a week. So Tony Allen's going to be gone. He's a thirty six, thirty eight year old veteran. Um, I think he's done with Tony. Needs to retire. He was and, a defensive stopper in his prime. Yeah. So I heard the only person that they're going to keep is Jameer Nelson. So Jamil Nelson, they're going to keep for his experience, and they may keep him next year too because I think he has two or three years left on his contract. So they're going to try to keep Jameer, and he'll be the only guy on that trade. So in reality, we paid $14 million, or we're going to pay $14 million for a guy that we didn't want to keep, or he didn't want to stay here, not that we didn't want to keep him. He didn't want to stay here. So we're going to pay $14 million, keep Jameer Nelson, and get a mid-first-round pick, which I think is going to be pretty solid. And then on top of it, and and this is where I'm going to go with this. I I'm rooting for the tank now, Jackman. I want a tank. 
Because if you tank, you could potentially get a top three pick. And if you can get Bagley or Porter in in this draft, I think that is huge along with the New Orleans first-round pick. You can get two studs in this draft. Yeah, well, I heard they were going to play campaign more. And uh, and what's his name? Uh, Zipser and those guys. So if they pay – play all those guys a lot. I mean, well, Zipster's decent. I kind of yes. like Paul Zipster. I like him. But campaign didn't really show me much. If they start playing those guys, then your wish might come true. I, I, I'm rooting for the tank. If we get the tank, if we can get a top three pick, we can try to get at least Booker or Bagley. I'm rooting for Bagley. If we can, And he's going to go one or two. Uh, if we can get one of those guys and we can unload uh, Robin Lopez, then I think we'll be looking pretty solid. And then on top of it, we're going to have a ton of money to sign in the free agent market if we can get anyone over here too. But overall, so what happened with the Meritage trade is it went through. And that same day it went through, about two days ago, they announced it didn't go through. What the holdup was, was they said that Miritich was asking for a guaranteed second year. Miritich's current trade right now is not guaranteed. It's a team option. And he, he would not approve the trade until the Pelicans said that they would guarantee him. His salary for the second year, yeah. which is $12.5 million. Exactly. You, you didn't bring that up. They're going to offload that. So yep. that's that's pretty good. It is. So, But we still have to pay the $14 million for to buy out, what's his name? Uh, Asic's contract. contract. So... A seek and destroy. A seek and destroy. That's yeah. Stacy King's favorite. It's that. Oh, we're currently trying to think too with Stacy. If we anyone can think of it, uh, they're looking for a name for uh, who was it? Look, uh, Laurie Markinen is called the finisher. Because the finisher, he's, Finland. He's Finnish. They're trying to come up with a nickname for Levine. No one came up with a good one yet. So Stacy King's looking for that. If anyone could think of one, but we'll mm-hmm. see. And Dunn. I don't think Dunn has one either. No. Does he have one from Stacy? I don't think I he don't does. Think so. We got to think of one, yeah. right? <laughs> so we got to think of one for for Levine and and uh, what's his name. So um, overall, I like the trade. I uh, am a huge fan of this trade. We're gonna get two first round picks. I'm excited. Um, I'm gonna be glued to the draft when it's happening to see who we're gonna end up getting. Current current state of the Bulls right now doesn't look good but i'm okay with that for the simple fact that i i really want to see them tank so that we can end up getting some quality picks in in, in the in the uh draft so um it, i think they'll be okay i mean and i i, I think with laurie marketing as our future we'll see what's going to happen with levine in the offseason he is going to be a free agent after this year um he's currently undecided he doesn't know what he wants to do um to be honest with you would you resign him right now jackman yeah, I would. I mean, he's got to play more. He's got to get back yeah, in shape. Yeah, he hasn't shown us he, anything not, yet. Right, not yet. So, uh, to me personally, if I was the owner of the Bulls, I'd be holding off right now because I haven't seen quality playing time out of him just yet to say, yes, we're going to go big in with because he's going to demand a lot of money. So, I have to see more out of Levine before I go over and fork money over to him. But Kevin Dunn should be a staple on our team. And right now, Laurie Markinen. So Markinen and Dunn should be the two staples. We'll make that decision by the end of the year with Levine. And if anything, that's all I'm doing when I'm watching Bulls games now is I'm watching Levine to see how good he's going to be and if he's going to be worth signing. And I hope we lose the games in reality. Well, it, um, says, it says on the salary thing right here for 2018 and 19, Zach Levine is uh, he's $4.4 million. Yeah, but I think that is a player option. Okay. So that's why I think we have to either re-sign him or we'll see what happens from there. Uh, on another note, um, and I know I'm jumping across town here, uh, Jabari Parker comes back today. 
to the Bucks. Good. I like Jabari. So that means the Greek freak is going to have Jabari Parker, and the Milwaukee Bucks are finally a full team. Um, it's, it was sad to see Kid go, but um, at least we'll see what happens with them and the Milwaukee Bucks now with with Yanni over there. So, um, all right, anything else about the Bulls before we start jumping into All-Star break, three-point contest? Nope. Sammy? No. Nothing? Nope. All right, so – um, Jack, I want Jackman's take on this. So, what's your take on the LeBron, on the whole LeBron going to Golden State? You know, that's crazy. If he really wanted to go there, it's like don't you want to beat them, not join them? Yes. I mean, the Miami thing wasn't as bad as going to Golden State. That thing's crazy going to Golden State. But now, Ravon, uh, LeBron refuted that in a tw- in a tweet. And they're always going to say that. Right. I mean, that's what Durant was doing, too. Remember, Durant was saying the same thing when uh, everyone was hearing about the Golden State rumors, and they were going through, and he's, they were all saying it was untrue. Then all of a sudden, out of the blue, Golden State came through, and they signed him. And right. they're like, oh, what are you doing, man? It's like you're, you're That was a really stacked team when Durant went there. Exactly. So I, I, I mean, it, LeBron gets a lot of heat for, for going into heat, yeah. but it wasn't as bad as what Durant did, or they weren't as stacked as you know Golden State was when Durant went there. Yeah. In my opinion, I, I think everyone can go wherever they want, but I'm just saying, you know, Jordan and them, the guys from the 80s and 90s were different. They were they were like, I think, more competitive, more cutthroat, and they were just a different players than the players now. So my, my take on LeBron, um, I'm not knocking the guy as a player. As a player, the guy is – it's, this is his era. Um, we saw the Michael Jordan era. We saw the the Kobe era. Uh, and now we're currently in a LeBron, LeBron era. So I'm not doubting that. Um, I didn't like the first time he took off and he made the whole decision thing and made it into a whole media circus and he ended up going to Miami. In my opinion, someone who bails to go to another city to say, hey, because he knows he's going to win, you're picking an easy way out instead of sticking with Cleveland and having discussions with them about building that team and saying, hey, I'm willing to stay here, but I need you to build around us. See, I didn't think that was too bad because he stayed in Cleveland like seven years. He came in like 03. He went to Miami in what, in 10? He stayed there, and then I think it was more he wanted to play with his buddies. Because those guys were coming together. You had Wade yeah, but there. but he knew he was going to win. But but the well, way he did well, it, though, on ESPN with the decision and everything, I, I mean, he could have been a little more... Uh, discreet not, about it. Yes. Well, I think now players, they just want to play with their friends, their buddies, their homies, whatever they call them. So back in the day, like we said, they wanted to just beat, like Jordan wanted to beat Bird, Bird wanted, Bird wanted to beat Magic. But now they're like, no, we just want to hang out and play basketball and win championships. I, you know, I, is it good for the NBA? No, you know, it's like I, you know, they got they got the three point shooting now. It looks like a European basketball. I'm not sure, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah, the three point shooting really changed the NBA game. Yeah, it's just I remember watching uh, back in the you know the 80s and 90s the European basketball. It was just you know in the Olympics there was all three point shooting. I didn't like it. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in the NBA. Maybe they'll have a four-point play. I, I just don't know. So, in my opinion with LeBron, and this is how I see it. So, he went to Miami. He won his rings there. Two. He, two. He came back to Cleveland. One, one. And he's like, okay. And it was with Kyrie. You stay here, man. This is the team that drafted you. This is, this is what builds legacies. I mean, 
and I know we had an agreement uh, or someone said something on our Facebook page about, oh, well, didn't Michael do it with Washington? Because I said the whole thing of you never would have saw, you never would have seen Magic, Larry Bird, um, or Michael Jordan do this. It's like, well, didn't Ma- Michael Jordan do it with Washington? He did, but he did it at the end of his career. He did it when he owned the team because he was a part owner of the Washington Bullets at the time, I think it was. Or Plus, Wizards. there's a lot of Wizards. bad blood and, and, with the well, Chicago Well, not just that, but it also you was... want to be here. He left. He knew he wasn't going to win. He did didn't go because oh I'm going to win in Washington. He left because he owned the team and he wanted to help the youngsters out. Now LeBron's doing it for a completely different reason. He's doing it to win. You never saw Kobe even leave. I'm even going to talk about newer guys like the older guys. I just thought you never saw Kobe leave L.A. Yeah, he but had, Kobe had a good team. But that's he because had he had conversations with the Lakers or owners, and he said, "Hey, I'm going to stay here, but you guys have to build the team." And again, I may not know if if maybe LeBron has had these conversations. He had to have, them. and maybe. You know Maybe the owners are telling him, screw you. I ain't going to give you anyone. This is your team. you got to figure it out. No, him and Dan Gilbert, the owner, they're, they're close friends. So I don't know. I just think, and I know, again, that Golden State thing is a rumor. But then he goes through, and what is this he says? And this is the funny part. He goes, LeBron's camp in this end of the season is open to talks with the Spurs. Popovich would chew this guy out. In my opinion, LeBron is uncoachable. We saw it on on you saw it on TV when LeBron's chewing out Lou. I, I don't think he's Lou a, is not that coach. I of that don't team. think he's uncoachable. I don't. Th- we he saw needs it with Spolestra, and I told Jack he needs this. a coach that he respects. Last year, Spolestra never ran the Heat. Yeah, well, he's, he's like LeBron well, I, ran. You know, he's that thirty team. years old. I I could have been the coach. They would have won. What's up, you know, he, listen. I LeBron's, think Pat Riley had a lot to do with that. Yeah, and, uh, he pa- listened. Pat Riley, he was behind the scenes running. Yeah. The show. I mean, so I, I don't think he'll I, he won't last at the Spurs. But look at uh, Eric Spoelstra; he's doing good this year. I mean, I'm just just saying. It. Popovich would chew him up. He there's no way Popovich would take any of this shit that LeBron. Okay, does. so where do you think is he leaving? Where's he going? So then he said he'll talk to the Heat again. Heat. It, he's, these are the teams he's willing to talk to: the Spurs, the Heat, the Cavaliers again, the Lakers. He wants to play with the ball, and then the Rockets. Rockets. So he can win. That's the same thing. You got you got Harden and, C- and CP3. So he's trying to go to team. But CP3 in, in all honesty, is, not a, is not a star like he used to be. No, no more. I know. He's more of a he's a solid player. player. Solid player. Right now, the two teams that really don't have any chance of winning if he goes there. Well, if he goes there, they have a chance of winning. Are the Heat and the Cavs? I think he should come to Chicago since he looks. No, Jordan I don't so want much. him. I don't want we'll him. Give him Jordan's old locker. I would not take and him. And then if when he, he re- if when he wins a championship, we'll get him a, tra- a statue on the other side of the stadium. Uh, I don't. I don't like him at all. I'm just messing. Yeah, I don't like. You, you guys wouldn't want him. Uh, if LeBron no, said he wanted we, to come take, here, yeah, come on, you you take him. I want him. Dude, LeBron, yeah. you take him. The Greek freaks in our chat room. Would you take him, Greek freak? If LeBron said he wants to come to Chicago, I wouldn't take him. There's no way I would take him. I don't want him here. Anyways, here. Nick, like come LeBron, on, man. Hold on. Come on. You, you would take him with open arms. Oh, l- listen to this. This is first take, Stephen A. Smith, my brother. All right. Hold on. A couple of things that we need to point out. First of all, I have been told that LeBron James 
and his camp have absolutely positively nothing to do with this story. This is strictly coming from the Golden State Warriors side of the fence. They are an ultra-aggressive franchise. When nobody thought they'd have a shot at Kevin Durant, they were way ahead of the curb, and they set the foundation a year in advance to acquire Kevin Durant. Now they're putting out feelers to see if they'd have a shot at LeBron James. This is not LeBron James and his camp. This is the Warriors and their camp putting out this story because they're an ultra-aggressive franchise who will never rest on its laurels. Now, knowing the Golden State Warriors the way that I do, you know, Joe, Joe Lakeup and, and, and Myers and, and Steve Kerr and the crew, that definitely is the kind of thing that they would do. They are forward thinkers. They are aggressors. They do not stand pat. They do not sit idly by and rest on their laurels. So it is certainly plausible that this is coming from them. Having said that, let me be very, very clear this to LeBron James. If you even think about going to the Golden State Warriors, your legacy is tarnished forever. It can't, it, there's no other way around it. There's no other way. You cannot be a team, you cannot be the best player in the world that has had a stacked deck that wins three championships, the latest in Cleveland after ending a drought that lasted more than a half century in that city. You've lost two of the last three championships to the Golden State Warriors, and then you turn around and you decide to join them. No matter how great Kevin Durant is, and he is phenomenal, it doesn't take away from the fact that at the time he left, it was the weakest move that I'd ever seen by a superstar. If LeBron goes to the Warriors, nothing, and I do mean nothing, will eclipse that in terms of weakness by a superstar. Absolutely, positively nothing. You can go to Houston. You can go a lot of different places. You can go back to Miami with D-Way. You can stay in Cleveland. All right. Damn it, you can go to the nation's capital. Okay, You can do whatever you got to do. You can't go to the Golden State Warriors if LeBron James goes to the Golden State Warriors. If LeBron James has a meeting with the Warriors, he'll be vilified by that. If you saw him having a cup of coffee with the Warriors, he'd have a problem with that. I don't care he what can't it even is. Watch. It is no LeBron way shouldn't even that watch that the movie, happen. The Warriors. He shouldn't even watch the movie, That's The Warriors. Right. He should not That's have right. anything to do with That's Warriors. That's a good movie. So I, I agree with him 100%. And that's... Hey, if he went to the Warriors, who would start? Him or Durant? No, they probably would put... Both. No, would he wouldn't put, go. I don't think he wants to go either. You would either. put I LeBron like, at small forward and probably put Durant at power. <laughs> no, but he wouldn't go. I, I don't think he wants to go. That team yeah. would probably go like 80-2 and two with LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, I, they probably would. Yeah, literally. It would be like an all-star yeah. team for the West. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't um, – I think – I don't think he would want to go. You guys really believe he wants to go to I don't, that stack I hope, of the I hope, team? I hope it's fake. I, don't, I hope it's not. Well, what do you think, Tom? Man, I don't – it could happen. It could really happen. You really think he would want to go to a team that's stacked? You know, win championships, right? You have the money. You just want right. titles, right? I know, but you ain't, it, money. ain't it tarnished? Ain't it? Uh, it's it's like me putting boxing gloves up do and you beating care? up a sixth grader. Do, do you do you care? I mean, you know, is that really a win? Do you care as long as you get the champion? You know, I don't you know. Care? I do. I do. I don't know. I mean, he has well, the money. Maybe he's like, all right, I got maybe three, four more years. I'm getting older. This is my prime. I know, but it's not. It's not. Yeah, doesn't but, mean but, much like that. Well, the NBA is changing. Maybe that's how it's going to be going forward. Well, Maybe going forward, that's how it's going to be. Stack teams. 
Yeah, but that's too much. What do you what 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 do you think, Nick? And then we'll go to Sammy. If what do I think about say the, ask the question you, again? Do you think LeBron really wants to go to the Warriors and win with a stacked team like that? Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to yeah. win. Okay? I know, but like the bottom that, line, you want to win. Yeah, and, and yeah. I understand it, it's tarnished, but you're like, all right, I don't care. It's tarnished. I'm gonna win maybe two, three more. I have five total. And then yeah. I'm gonna retire and have a good life. I, I I don't I don't. That's a good question. It's a hard question. It's a hard yeah. That's a really tough question, and you know I you know I just, man, I just think it's, I think it could be a possibility. Yeah, I, I was surprised what, he went. I went. He went to uh, uh, Miami the first time. You know, if he yeah, did I that, I was shocked too. If he did that, yeah, he's capable know, of anything. Anything. I know, but that was seven years in Cleveland, and Bosch was there. But it wasn't like a, that was a great team, but they weren't like super dumb. They didn't have no center and nothing, okay, and they but still Cle- won. But Cleveland is 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 exploding. It's it's they're falling apart. No, right? They are. Okay? they're so, imploding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you want to wait another seven years till your career is over? The window. See, but here's my thing with that, and 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 this is where I'm jumping. So that was the next thing I wanted to talk about. Cleveland is falling apart. It's, yeah, it's crumbling. Correct. Where is everybody sees it? Where is he as a leader to say I'm going to be the leader and I'm going to step up and I'm going to fix this? I just wanted like, to see what just, Sammy would just think like Kobe on, would on do, LeBron. just like just like Kobe would do, and so would uh, so MJ would do. Maybe he's not a true leader. Maybe he's just a little baby whining. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to. Uh, Assess what LeBron's going to do. Um, it, it's really hard to say. Yeah, no one's in his mind thinking. But if you want to win championships, wouldn't that be the easiest way? Yeah. Like Tom was saying, this guy's got all the money in the world. You yeah, know, he, he's a billionaire. This guy probably by the time so he, he you know, no, well, he's worth three hundred fifty million dollars. That's, that's what I know. And he has three championships, and uh, he, he's what thirty. Two was he? How old is he? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Yeah. I, so he's yeah. like what, three, four more years. He, I, I think he could play till forty. He's got a big body. I think this guy can go for a long time. I think he can play till forty-two. He, he's he I really do. Yeah. I don't know if he want to because he started when he was eighteen. Listen, guys, I went to a Bulls game. You should see this guy. This guy's huge. I mean, he's big. He so just muscles LeBron? these guys. LeBron, yeah. yeah. He could play center. He could practically play he was center, power huge. forward. He's big. He's strong. This he's guy's strong. Very strong. He's if very he's, strong. If he yeah. stays healthy, he'll he can get forty thousand points. 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists, the only player in the NBA. I think if he does that, then he is the greatest player of all time. 40,000 points, 10,000 uh, rebounds, 10,000 assists. That, that's, I'm those are big you, numbers. If, if this guy gets a post-up game, he could play till he's 42. He could be like the old Carl Malone. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, he likes playing more on the outside, but he could yeah. do the post-up if he wanted to more. But, he can do anything in the basketball. But why, why do we play? We want to win. I That's know, but I just play. I just think he has more heart than that, and that would be too stacked to the team. I think that would be way worse than the Miami thing because they didn't even. Bosh. It is worse. Way it would worse. Be worse. That's my opinion. I think it would be way worse than sitting here and saying I'm going to Miami that I'm going to go to Golden State. But at the end of the day, I think he needs to stay in Cleveland and he needs to end his career in Cleveland. And no matter what's going on in Cleveland right now, he has to figure it out and he has to clean it and fix it. Not anybody else, him. If he's that leader, then he has to fix it. Now, the, the problem I have too as well, and I think we spoke about this last week, um, where was he with this whole IT and Kevin Love situation? So you had IT speaking up and saying BS about Kevin Love and why he left home and did whatever. Where is LeBron James to get in the middle of this and say, hey, IT, hold on a second, bro. You just got here. 
Kevin's been here for three years, and he's been, he's had more years in the league than you. Stop, hold on a second, and you, me, and Kev are going to sit in a room and talk. Stop going to the media and stop bashing them and making this, uh, making the, uh, the 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 world see that we're all unfunctional and let's work together here instead. And and honestly, what has it done? One good freaking yeah, year in Boston. Year, yeah. He he was horrible in Sacramento, and then one good year, and now the guy thinks he's like the new. Yeah, but that's what the John pl- Stockton of yeah, basketball. But that's what the players are expecting. They want to be paid up front and then perform. Back in the day, they would have to perform a couple of years, then get paid. But now they're like, "Oh, I got one. Pay me right now, out of college, big money." So NBA's the game's changing, guys. Scott said, and I agree with that. And, and what I think it, it also would do, and you have to question this too. He goes. Would that be kind of tainted if LeBron goes to Golden State and wins the championship? It makes the NBA look bad, in my opinion. In my honest opinion, you know how when you look at Barry Bonds' records, you have an asterisk and people say, oh, but he did it on steroids? I would say the same damn thing about LeBron. I wouldn't compare him to Larry Bird's championships, Magic Johnson's championships, Michael Jordan's championships. I wouldn't even compare him to like the Sacramento, the San Antonio championships of Tim Duncan and David Robinson. I wouldn't compare him to the, the Hakeem Olajuwon championships of Houston. I wouldn't compare him to the Detroit Pistons championships. You can't because the dude has, it's not an all-star team. This is like, the best of the world team. Okay, if then why don't people come join LeBron in Cleveland? Because he's uncoachable. Why do you think Kyrie left? Kyrie left because he's he's got an ego on his head. They all have egos. No, but this guy's like out of control, they're saying. This guy wants it his way or that's it or I'm gone. And he doesn't want to listen to nobody. And that's why Kyrie was like, I'm out of here. And last think- year last year he gave him an option and he told him, listen, if you guys don't trade me, I'm going to do Kyrie my- said that. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. What's his name? Kyrie Irving. Yeah. yeah. He said, you guys get me out of Dodge or I'm going to do my surgery and I'm out for the year. And and Cleveland was forced to trade him. But a, a lot of players are, are talking like this, demanding trades. I He's not the first player to leave LeBron. I mean, who, who always goes with LeBron? All these old guys that want to win rings. Yeah. Ray Allen's, all these old guys that are at the end of their career. They're yeah. like, oh, let me. Dude, if if this guy goes to Golden State. <laughs> no, seriously. And I, I forgot who said this. If this guy goes to Golden State, Charles Barkley needs to unretire and put a Golden State Warrior jersey on and he'll win a ring. And he can play one minute. I mean, they're going to win it. It's like, why even play a season? It's done. So you want him to stay in Cleveland and then maybe not win a for his For his own legacy, he needs to stay in Cleveland. He needs to build, fix that team, and make sure that he looks like he's the Michael Jordan of Cleveland. The same reason he said he didn't want to come here when the decision was made was because he didn't want to be living in the shadow of Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan is Chicago, and I agree with that. I mean, look, at even D. Rose, we all forgot about him. You know what I mean? It's like he's done. It's this is a Michael Jordan town. Oh, it always will be, and it's never going to go away. Just like you sit here too and and, and think about Bears too, Walter. You know, yeah, but if LeBron but came I, here, I gotta, people would like LeBron. But I got to disagree with you because Babe Ruth in New York, it was a Babe Ruth town. But then we had Jeter, Mickey Mantle, great players. They, LeBron could be could come here. Yeah, He'd be another great player. I agree. We. It could be the next Yankees if they wanted. I'll they, be honest though, if LeBron did come here, we'd we would love kick, LeBron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be a pretty kick ass. Yeah, yeah. And you can, can you think about like Laurie Markkinen, LeBron James at small forward? Shit, you can even put him at well, not, whatever. 
you keep Levine at shooting guard, Dunn at point guard, and then whoever we Lopez. draft. But this is the most important. No, Lopez will be. You can't. You need Lopez to sign the full. But this is the most important question. What number would you wear? Can't wear number 23. You wear number nine? What do you, what do you, no, 45 maybe. That's Denzel's 45. Yeah, 45 is uh, <laughs> Denzel. Valentine. Well, because Jordan, Jordan came back. What, what did LeBron wear in Miami? Was it 23 too? Was it 23 or was it 9? Didn't he wear six or something? Or? Maybe it was six. Yeah, maybe I think six. it was six. Yeah, maybe he wore six or something. Yeah, no, he probably would wear like a well, another. No, I don't know. I think you were. Eh, it doesn't matter. No, right. No. All right. Anyways, that's that's enough for LeBron. I just I think that he's got. Um, uh, uh, I think he has more heart than that. I hope he does. Yeah. I don't know. This is what happens when you let the players tell the GM who he wants on the team. LeBron demanded Tristan Thompson get a max deal and wanted J.R. Smith. And Stephen A. Smith was bitching about that, which I, I completely agree. Tristan Thompson is making $15 million for two points and two rebounds a game. That's a bunch of BS. And you got J.R. Smith, who can't hit a shot now anymore. Um, but whatever. That's I guess LeBron's trying to be the GM slash player. He's trying to pull a Pete Rose. No, Pete Rose was coach last play. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It would be wonderful for the Bulls team if they did get LeBron. I still will not like him as a player. Well, I'm sort of in the same boat too, but <laughs> who, I still who's like that, who's him. Who's that from? Who's that from? Scotty. Oh, Scotty. And then Wild Bill said the other one with the GM. That was a good one by Bill. Um, and Scotty too. That was good. All right. So Meritage trade. Uh, Bulls play uh, not good. I'm rooting for the tank. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, and then that's it. So let's dig into right now uh, the All Star game. Wait, hold on a second. How about the other trades? The Blake Griffin trade? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I knew he had value. I have tons um, of value. So, yeah. That's why you put him in the corner. Um, they are. Tom Chris in the corner. Tom Chris baby. in the corner. Uh, I, I I don't know. No I, one puts baby well, in the corner. Well, the Clippers are trying to blow up the team as well, too. And now I think DeAndre Jordan's on the trading block, they said. Um, but uh, I think that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's good for the Pistons. Think, the Pistons have a lot more work to do than just bring Blake aboard. Do you think you believe that uh, Blake didn't know anything about it till he saw it on Twitter? Or I no, mean, he had to know something, right? Yeah. I mean, the only person I believe right now and stuff like that. Well, okay. There are sports teams I think that do unprofessional things like that. Uh, one of the prime examples right now is Cousins. Mm-hmm. They said that Cousins in the NFL has and still has not had any communication with the Washington Redskins, and even that they traded for Alex Smith right now, no one from the Redskins has contacted him or his agent to tell him, hey, you know what, Kirk, this is what we're deciding to do. I'm sorry, but we're going with Alex. We're not going to resign you. Thanks for your time. Thanks for your efforts, congr- oh, whatever, and good luck in your future. And I, I, I believe him. Maybe there's just bad blood between the Redskins and Kirk. I don't know. But um, I don't think with Blake. I think, and especially that that owner of the Clippers, um, I think he sat down with him and told him, "Listen, this is what we're doing, and uh, we're doing this because of that." And um, yeah, but good why? Luck. You know, they could have kept him there, dude. Blake, the fans is, loved him. The fans loved him. Yeah, but, but <laughs> that was the funny. I couldn't stop laughing for like three days, Jackman. Remember that tweet I sent you with Barkley and Charles uh, and uh, Shaq laughing about the whole fight in Houston? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, could yeah. not stop laughing yeah, that about funny. that. Where they were they were mocking uh, Blake and they were telling they were mocking him like that he called the police. Called the police on CP3, the small guy. <laughs> it, it was just one of the funniest things oh. in the world. And like Shaq was going nuts, and Barkley was like, "I've never heard this before." Uh, it, it was pretty comical, but um, I, I don't know. I, I I think he knew about it. He knew about it. I think he did. Now, what do I think of the trade? Like I said, I think the Pistons have a lot more work than just bringing Blake aboard. I don't. I don't think they can do it with just Blake. No, of course not. They well, got a good not. player in Drummond. What, what team? He's a good big man. You think will pick up Cousins? Jets maybe. We spoke about that a little bit earlier. Um, my pick is Denver. I think he's going to go to Denver and John Elway. So I think that'd be the best fit for him too, Scott. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But, but you I, also did say Jets. Jets is my second, second. pick. But the thing is, I think he's going to have to settle to lose. If he goes to the Jets, he knows he's going to lose for a lot of years because they've got a lot. I mean, Forte is going to be leaving soon. Who I mean, did they have on the Jets? Uh, Mick, um, the guy in the Bears, right? Uh, McCown? They had uh, McClown, McCown, right? Yeah, yeah Josh yeah. McCown. Yeah. 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 So I well, didn't he do decent? Yeah, he did He did well. Okay. Yeah. He did very but well. But yeah. he's, he's not the guys who are going to take of, him to the, of the future? No. Stuff. They, they no. brought him back from the dead a few years back. I mean, this guy was like a high school coach. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So right. He's, he's, he's been impressive. Since yeah. he came back, he's been very impressive. All right, so um, dunk contest. Four participants were announced. So all of the of the festivities that are happening on the weekend uh, were, were all announced. So dunk contest, and I like this a lot. Um, uh, Oladipo from the Pacers, Aaron Gordon from the Magic, Larry Nance Jr. from the Lakers, and Dennis Smith from the Mavs. All four guys are studs, man, in the dunk contest. How about do people remember Nance, his father? Larry yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Man, Solid we're player. Old. Yeah. yeah. We're old when we know these kids' dads. <laughs> I know. Not just yeah. that. Wait, who uh, – um, well, we never really saw Walton play, who's the coach for the Lakers, his yeah. father. Yeah. We never Luke, saw him. Luke Walton. I mean, I saw A little bit on his. the bench, a little bit. How about yeah. Curry, Curry's father? I know we've seen him play yeah. Yeah. in the Hornets. Del, yeah. Yeah. And that guy – Dell yeah. had a yeah. shot, man. Right. Dell back in the day with the Charlotte Hornets – that guy yeah. had a shot. I remember Curry that guy was lights Trump. out. Um, who else's dad is out there too? There's a lot of kids There's out there. There's a lot of yeah. Uh, what's his name? Tom Thompson, Clay. Oh, I never Clay. saw his Michael father Thompson. play. Though. He was on the Lakers. Never. Was the Showtime. Yeah, he was, solid was Magic. Player. Yeah. yeah, Michael solid Thompson. Guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Michael yeah. Thompson yeah. with Magic. Yeah, right. it was Magic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's pretty nuts. Um, all right, so dunk contest I think is stacked. I think the only people that are going to watch it are probably me and Jackman. You watching it, Bo? Probably not. You watching it, Tom? No. Um, you're, I, you're I too, like it. I like it. I love it. So I think that uh, who your, who's your me? picks? Who do you think? Say the contestants again. Now, um, Smith Jr.'s. Oladipo from the Pacers. Okay. He's strong. Yes. Gordon, who won it last year from the Magic, Aaron Gordon. Yes. Larry Nance Jr., who's pretty good, solid, from the Lakers. And then Smith from the Mavs. Gordon's probably favorite, but yeah. Smith Smith is a little guy who can really get up there. Yeah, he is. He's not real big, but he can fly. So sometimes you guys get more. I'm going on the depot. You're going on the depot. Yeah. Mm. I think he's gonna take it. I like I'll go his Smith. Dunks. All right, cool. Three point contest. This is good too. Uh, Clay Thompson from Golden State, Paul George from OKC, Devin Booker from Phoenix. Bradley Bill Beal from Washington, Wayne Ellington from Miami, 
Kyle Lowry from Toronto, Eric Gordon from Houston, and Tobias Harris from the Clippers. You got to go, Clay Thompson. That's what I was going to say too. I think it, it, it. Don't count Booker out. Devin Booker from no, Phoenix. No, I like Devin Booker. He's a good young player. Yeah, I like it. All right, now that I'm going to say that, who saw the leg break um, on that that kid from Phoenix? Man, happened mm, yesterday. No, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. That was worse, dude, than what's his name's on Boston, Hayward. Mm. It was worse, man. It, the, the the leg snapped from like the knee down. All the um, all the players just couldn't watch anymore. I mean, it was pretty pretty rough. But I mean, I, I hope he's well. I mean, yeah, he's definitely well. out. Yeah. Uh, all right, skills competition. This is what I like to. I like the skills competition more and more every didn't year. Didn't Porzingis win it last year? Yeah. So you got Lou <laughs> Lou Seven Williams, foot three guy w- winning yeah. it. You got Lou Williams, Jamal Murray from Denver, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Is wasn't he on the oh, Bulls? Oh, Dinwiddie. He was on the Bulls, I think. His name sounds familiar. Yeah, he was from Brooklyn. Uh, Al Horford, which I don't know why he's in it for Boston. Embiid. Oh, Joe Embiid. That guy's awesome. The Unicorn. Um, okay. Donovan Rain Mitchell. Teams. And then our boy, Laurie Markin in the finisher. Oh. So I'll be rooting for Laurie Markin. We got to go with Laurie. Yeah. So you I'll know be... who else I like a lot? Jamal Murray on the Nuggets. Yeah, he's, he's okay. He's a solid player. He's just on a team that doesn't really have any. That much exposure? Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have any like not just exposure, but I don't think they have anything going for them either. I don't think they got no kitch. Yeah, uh, no kitch is pretty decent. Yeah, but I like I like I hope uh, marketing wins. All right, um, all star rosters. Number one question: Do you guys like this new format? First, do you know how the format went? You got the captains and they pick yeah. right. Yeah, so they no longer did how the old days was like the East versus the West. So what they did is they voted all the fans, Correct. and the top two vote-getters became the captains. Correct. And then they had a draft, like a fantasy draft, to pick who they want. Now, I don't like this, and the reason is because you're going to get a lot of snubs, and these guys are going to pick sometimes people on their teams or of people course. they like to play with. Of course. Which means that legit people who are having good seasons in the NBA are not going to be able to make it. So in any case, the two captains were Stephon Curry and LeBron James. Correct. So LeBron James's team, and he had one injured. His his starting center was DeMarcus Cousins. He's injured. Starting power forward, Anthony Davis. Then you got Kevin Durant at forward, LeBron James at shooting guard, and Kyrie Irving, which was very shocking and surprisingly because they didn't get along uh, in Cleveland. And it's funny how he picked him to be his point guard. On the I, th- I think team. he had to pick him. Uh, there was other people out there that he could have picked. Like so. which one? Who? Who you? Who would you pick? He's got John Wall on the team. Um, I don't know Bradley Beal. I mean, he's got Westbrook. He's got. Mm. So I mean, he had other guys he could have picked. But in any case, so um, Demarcus Cousins was out. He was subbed with Paul George. Okay. I don't know if Paul really should have been in the All Star game this year. That's my opinion. But whatever. Um, his bench players. Was Lamarcus Aldridge, which that's another one I'm not too sure about him being in there. Uh, Bradley Beal, uh, Goran Dragic. Yeah, and I'm he heat. he's pretty good. He replaced Kevin Love, who originally was on there. Right, he had the which I don't think Kevin hand. and I don't think Kevin Love should have been on there. He hasn't been doing that great. No, no. So I mean, see, this is the, these are the things that I didn't like that were going on in there. Uh, Aaron Drummond, um, who he ended up replacing John Wall, who got injured. Uh, you have the unicorn on there, 
Uh, Oladipo is on there too, which is a surprise, but he's playing well. No, he's playing well. Yeah, he's playing well. And then you got Westbrook as well too. So that's that side. And then Stefan Curry's side is Imbid at center, the Greek freak at power forward, mm. Harden at small forward, DeRozan at shooting guard, and then Curry at point guard. I like it. That's actually yeah, a really like good starting, yeah. starting team. And then you've got on his bench, Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Al Horford, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Clay Thompson, and then Carl uh, Anthony Towns. So I don't know. We'll see. But here's here's the, here's my issue with that stuff. A couple snubs, I think, that could have made it that didn't make it. Um, Chris Paul, I think, should have been in there. Uh, Lou Williams from the Clippers is having a great season too. Yeah, he he's is. He's another no-name guy that probably didn't make it because he has no name. Well, no, he's always like a great six man. Ben Simmons from the 76ers is having an amazing year. He didn't yeah, make it either. That guy's good. Uh, Kemba Walker is having an amazing season. Didn't make it. Clint Capella, who's a free agent next year, and I'm hoping the Bulls go for him. Amazing season. The with guy Houston. in the Rockets. Yeah. Yep. He he didn't get he didn't make it. Uh, Ty. Uh, Tyreek Evans from Memphis, solid year. Uh, and then you got Jokic, your buddy in Denver. Yeah, he's playing good. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys I think that could have made it and guys that shouldn't really have been on there, and they made it purely because uh, LeBron's either friends with them or likes them or Curry is friends with them or likes them, and they made it that way. Instead of saying, hey, we're going to pick the guys who have the best seasons or something. Yeah, but so. you can't be surprised about that. You would have done, 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 every year, you done right? the same thing. You would have done the same thing. I, you'd be like, hey, uh, why don't you join uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers? Yeah, but then that's NBA's fault. They shouldn't have switched it to this format. Well, I mean, they're going to try it out. And then Do you guys like this format? No. No. I, I, I'd rather – and honestly, I don't like the voting either because sometimes there's veterans that make it, like I've just said, that really aren't having good seasons, and then they make it because just normal fans – like think of – it's like Charles Barkley, unretired, came out. All of a sudden, everyone knows his name, and they'd vote for him. And you're right. like, dude, no. But yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. In a way, they got to figure out another way. And I don't know, maybe if they just look at stats and they say, okay, we got to look well, at an overall. Or just like baseball did. Baseball created a new line in their stats that actually incorporates every single stat that they have. And it gives them one number. And maybe from there, they take the top 12 and they go from there. But other than that, I just don't. But this is the, what the fans want. They they voted. That's what I was just gonna say. So the this fans, did, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, finish your. No, no but the done. fans voted for the captains. Yeah, but in the past they would vote. Yeah, but it becomes a popularity contest with the fan. I guess so. Why not make the NBA All Star Game mean something like the MLB All Star Game? That would be good. Mm, that's a good point. Yes. You know, like the yeah. winner of the Western Conference, they're gonna get home home court for the NBA championship. Yeah, it and would then, be better because it yeah. would be better for the fans. It would make it more competitive. Instead of a show. Yeah, right now, let's face it, it's a show. Like, you know, NFL Pro Bowl, you know, NBA All-Star Game. It's, it's just, just a show, show, like a glorified, uh... How about what's not, that? How about not have an All-Star Game? Yeah, it, No, they gotta have an All-Star Game. Uh, you have to. You got to. It's like a glorified Harlem Globetrotters. Soccer exactly. doesn't have... The soccer te- things don't have All-Star not Games. Yet, but but only the not. MLS does. I, w- I want to get at that point real fast. Sammy, it would make the All-Star Game more interesting, but... Uh, usually, who gets the home field? The team with the better record. Better right? record, mm-hmm. right? So, like, there's two sides of that. Now, the team Good with the point. better record may not get the home field. So, like, I don't know if the All Star Game is more important than that. I mean, there's two different sides of thinking on that. 
especially if they're they're not playing serious either. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, someone may lose it and may affect who wins the championship or the finals. I mean, they would play harder in the All Star game, but it can affect the finals, like Nick is saying. Yeah, because they that team wouldn't get the. But you know what? It's all kind of rigged too, because a team in a Western Conference will have a harder time getting a better record than a team in a, theoretically than a team in the Eastern Conference because they're playing more tougher competition. So I you know agree. what I mean. So you know I don't know, and I don't know. But does home field matter that much in basketball? Not as much as in like football. And no, uh, it does. If does it? Play, yeah. If the teams are evenly matched, I think home court's uh, an advantage. It yeah, is an it advantage. Does. It is an advantage, but. I don't know. All right, so that's it for NBA talk. We're going to go into Jackman's favorite subject right now. I saw it was just basketball. That's it for – oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was basketball. yeah well, he said it was basketball now. <laughs> go ahead. Well, no. just one more. Uh, um, I got credit to uh, Harding. 60 points, 10 – Harden. Harden, uh, 60 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. First time ever in the NBA, right? Wait, when right. was yeah, – Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. amazing. For, yeah. So that's the first. We're seeing some great records. Last we are. Year, last year with Westbrook, triple double for the whole season. I mean, those are some records I thought would never be broken. You know what? Talking about Harden, I like him a lot. The way he plays, he's like smooth. Like he's like those very he, smooth. Yeah, you remember those like uh, karate movies? The way those guys just float. The way yeah. he dribbles those uh, from the seventies. But what I didn't like about him last year, he didn't show up in the playoffs. He didn't. Remember and that? he's not clutching the playoffs that much. Yeah, he didn't do that, and it really surprised me. So, I don't know. Let's see how he does this year, because that was disappointing to me, how he played in the playoffs last year. Yeah, I'm just giving him credit on the 60 points. But that was never done. Yeah, that, that was, was never, never done. Ever I'm, just, done. I'm just giving I'm like, wow. 60. No, that's an incredible feat. Yeah. It was never done. Nobody, like, I would think maybe, um, you know, not even Jordan, but uh, Will Chamberlain could have done at least once, because he was scoring a lot of points. But not even him. Yeah, right. You know, 10, or, maybe ten blocks, ten rebounds, and uh, sixty points. Maybe but. Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron could. LeBron can possibly do it too. LeBron, yeah, he he can do it, but he's not a big time scorer. He's he, not. He he's doesn't a, even try that hard I, to score. Th- this guy, I don't understand. He doesn't even try. He has so much talent. Okay. <laughs> He, he should Who, be LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, he could he, score more if he, he wanted to. He's lazy. Yeah. No, 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 he's he, not lazy. He's, he's one of the hardest working guys. His workout regime, he's not lazy. You know dude. what? Believe it or not, though, I went to the Bulls game this year and I watched him and I was surprised. He took some plays off. Oh. I really was. He oh. was cherry picking lazy. a few times. Honestly, I was really shocked. And I, you know, and I'm not like a huge, huge fan, but I was asking my friend, I was at the game, I'm like, was LeBron always like this? Because. I don't know if he got older. It didn't look like he was. He he was like smart. He was playing smart. He was kind of uh, pacing like, himself. Like Jared he, wasn't Allen going, he wasn't going like you would think he was going. Oh. Like Honestly, Jared I, Allen I was, when was he was shot. on the Bears. Yeah, yeah, Jared Allen. Yeah, remember he had like the yeah. best motor, and yeah. then all of a sudden, yeah. his, oh, he took it Who went to camp us. with me? Who went to camp with me? Was it? I were think you I was. There that guy was. Year. That guy didn't do jack at camp. He sat on his helmet the whole time. I'm like, are you serious? We signed this guy. Yeah. And he just was the biggest flop. Yeah, he was known for his high motor. You know who else is like too. that? If you come to camp with us uh, this time, Jackman? Who? The guard Sitton from Green Bay. <laughs> but he's an all-star. Lazy. 
That guy just stands around, dude. Does well, nothing he's got in back camera. Problems. So you're calling LeBron lazy or no? Yeah, I've seen him. There's times he doesn't play all, all like 100 percent, like what he, does, he can. Yeah, he does, he, cap- 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 uh, capability. He could play a lot you're more. You're absolutely and a lot right. Harder, you're absolutely and he right. He doesn't now. To Sammy's like statement, yeah, he may be trying to play smarter so he can conserve his energy, but I don't know. I don't. I I think he can do a lot more. I agree. Jared Allen was on the Bears. Yes, he was. You don't remember that? Or am I, wow. on, am I drunk right now? No, he was on the Bears. <laughs> yeah, he was on he the was, Bears. Where, he was on the Vikings, Chiefs, and Bears, right? Yeah, and yeah. then he from the Vikings, he came here. Look it up, Scotty. He's on the. He was on the Bears, man. Was it for, but he didn't he, do much. Was Maybe it a that's year why it was too? I think it was a year I think a year, and the second year we traded him to Carolina. Yeah, it wasn't for And then he was in the Super Bowl or something, wasn't he? It's like, how does this lazy guy end up in the Super Bowl, dude? just ends up on the team. All right, so we're going to switch over and go into boxing. There you go. And uh, Jackman's pretty much going to run it, and I'll fill in. But uh, he wants to talk baseball. Yeah, I wanted to ask you guys how you felt. I hear this question a lot, and I just wanted to go around the table and see how you guys felt. What do you guys feel about the DH? Uh, In the American League or about the DH coming to the National League? Yeah, how are you guys for it or against Listen, I think my opinion. I'm sorry. Yeah. Either they're going to have it in both leagues or no leagues. I, th- I th- that's my opinion. Go ahead. I grew up a Cubs fan. I'm old school. Uh, I don't like the DH. I'm I don't, I don't like it. I like it. Do you guys like it, huh? Yeah, I don't like it. I, don't I think like it, it takes away from the game. You don't like it. It takes away a little bit from the game, the coaching aspect, and. You know, I, I prefer the National League style of play. Me too. I yeah, think there's too. a lot of thinking yeah. going into it. Yeah, but hold on. It, yeah. how, how do you think it takes away from the coaching aspect? Well, because there are certain times where you might have a couple runners on and the coach has to decide, should I bring in a pinch hitter and take this guy out of the game or should I keep oh, him in? Okay. Exactly. I can see that. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. you got yeah, decisions to make. Yeah, because then if your pitcher's coming up, you're like, oh, should I really – Keep right. my pitcher in. Should I not keep him right. in? Right. There's two men on base, and we're losing by one. Should I? Right. Should I pinch it for him? Now he's out, though, but he was pitching well. So that's a decision to make. That's why I like the I like the National League style better. I grew up a Cubs fan, too, yeah. and I like the National League style much better, and I don't think they should take the DH out. Yeah, I, I think. Th- I, or, or, I mean, no, I don't do. think they should. I don't think they should put the DH in the, to National. the National League. No. So I think that uh, if they want scoring, then obviously you add that. But I don't think that's an issue right now. And I think people are happy with watching baseball as long as it's a good defensive game, a coaching game. Um, I don't think fans really want to see games like 9-8 to eight or or 11-7 to seven and, and whatever. I think they're just happy with, with games that are good coached and pretty strong and, like, having good pitching out. I stuff. don't know. I think the newer generation now, I mean, they these millennials, they just want everything faster. I don't think uh, baseball, uh, there's just not enough scoring in it anymore. Yeah, you know, how many people, they were saying with the whole know, run thing. No, but remember back in the day, we would sit down, we'd watch a baseball game it for was three one hours. Zero. No, but we would watch the game. We would sit there, we'd watch the game. I don't think that happens anymore. How many guys, how many people actually sit down and watch a whole game of baseball? I watch playoff. You watch the whole game? Yeah, I'll watch wow. the whole game. I won't watch. Okay. I, I don't, honestly. Well, there'll be a couple games in the season, but not like when I was a kid. Um, there's a couple games in the season. Like, I'm a Sox fan, um, not Red Sox. This is a Wade Boggs jersey, uh, one of my favorite guys. Speaking so, of baseball, guys, who's your all-time favorite Chicago player? Me, Andre Dawson. Oh, he's right there to the right. Who you guys? Who's your favorite? Ryan Sandberg. 
Sandberg's up there. Yeah. I like Dawson Sandberg too. They're oh, Dawson. That's a I met I met Andre Dawson. Hey, remember we met Greg Maddox, man? Yes. Yeah, we met Greg we got Maddox. his autograph. Yeah. Yes, I still got that. He was like 20, 21 years yeah. old. He was yeah. like a rookie. Before he went to yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, my number, my number one is Ryan Sandberg. My number two is Carlton Fisk. Really? Okay. That's a, that's a tough one. I used to, when I was uh, younger, I used to root for uh, the bull, Leon Durham. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, you know like, who else I like? Sean Dunstan. Yeah, Sean Dunstan. Yeah, he had a cannon Oh, that guy arm. was a prick, man. He was, a, he was a prick, but he had a can in his arm, and he could he run. He was a pitcher. He was, he was a famous uh, but he was a prick, pitcher, man. Right? That yeah, guy yeah. never signed autographs for anybody. Really? Yeah, that I guy used knew. to like... I heard he was rough, Yeah, he would dude. be the first one that would walk out and not even sign autographs and stuff. I, I think I, I might have liked... Sandberg was there longer. I liked Sandberg, but when Dawson came... I was the a big Hawk, Dawson yeah. fan too, the Hawk, because I liked the way he played. I remember, I never like really remember seeing this. He threw guys out from first base. Yeah, yeah, yeah he arm. did. He was a beast. From right. the right field. Like, from right that, field. Yep. He was a beast. Yeah, I and then when that. I seen that, I'm like, holy shit, I've never seen this before. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a Sandberg fan, uh, Carlton Fisk too, and then third is the big hurt, Frank Thomas. Oh, for, from, well, we're talking about Cubs. Oh. Um, I, Sorry. I like, I like the picture too, uh, Freddie Jenkins. Uh, you know, yeah. Oh guy, wow, yeah. you're showing your age right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Fergie. I remember Fergie. How about Lee Smith? He was good. Lee Smith. Yes, yeah, the closer. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Eckersley. The closer. Yeah. yeah Dennis, so then Dennis, he went to Oakland. Dennis Eckersley was a starter for the Cubs. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he was. Could, and then they converted him to, to uh, closer. And closer, and he became one of the best of all time. Yeah. Goose Gossage. Goose Gossage. Rick Sutcliffe. Rick Sutcliffe. Rick Sutcliffe was good too. The Red Baron. Jody Davis, the catcher. Yeah, the catcher. This is we're reminiscing here. Oh man. Manny Trio. Yeah. Yeah. Keith Ron Moreland, Say. Keith Moreland, Ryan Say, yeah, Ryan yeah. Say the Penguin, yeah. Mark uh, Mark Grace on first. Yeah. Oh, oh, Mark Grace was, was good. He's one of my other favorite yeah, Cubs. Yeah, yeah he was good. He wouldn't strike out until much. he fell asleep with uh, Ryan Sandberg's wife. Well, you know. yeah. Who, hey, come on. <laughs> Shit went downhill the, after that. Even David Martinez, Rafael Pomero, everybody, yeah. everybody yeah, David was David Martinez was with Sandberg's wife. Dude. David Martinez, yeah, he was with everybody. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. You didn't know this? No. Yeah. That's why they were training <laughs> yeah. the players away. Yeah, I thought it was just great. Yeah. No. David Martinez. Yeah. Dude, that's why they trained everybody away. <laughs> Rhino's wife. What the hell? <laughs> um, all right, so, even yeah. some of the Remember fans. Remember Jerome Walton in center? Jerome yeah, Walton, yeah, yeah. It was him and he Dwight, had, uh, then he had Dwight Smith, Dwight Smith, Smith. Uh, rookie of the year. Walton yeah. had a like a thirty-two game hitting streak his yeah, rookie year. His rookie year, I remember. Yeah. What, what about yeah. who's that guy? Remember Glenn Allen Hill that hit the ball yeah. on the rooftops? Yeah, that guy was huge. The, the that monster. guy was on the roids, yeah. man. Yeah, big time. They were I don't even remember roids. that guy. Oh, dude, he was enormous. One year. Hey, did you guys see Sammy Sosa lately, man? The guy's this fucking ridiculous. White. What the hell did he do to him? Yeah, he like bleached his just... skin like Michael oh. Jackson. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's... yeah, I don't know. And then did you hear about the, about the Ricketts telling them that uh, he's not welcome back to the team until he admits what he did? What did he do? Well, the whole steroid use. Oh, gonna... yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. He's yeah. not going to admit it. He, he, well, he yeah. wants him to admit before. So Sammy's trying to become part of the team. Bill Buckner is my all-time favorite, Bill. Oh, Bill. I, yeah, oh. another Bill. Yeah, it was, it was that good. That shows your age, too, yeah. dude. I, I don't remember I remember Bill Buckner. Bill Buckner yeah, yeah. He was I mean, the, I remember yeah. him, but yeah. I never remember him playing for the, for yeah, the Cubs. Yeah, but then going back about this, like the steroid uh, era, baseball was you know, um, losing fans. And, they, and had, they had to. They had to do something. So that's why they're like, okay, yes. let, let it go. They brought the fans back. And What's your take on that's steroids? That's a good point. Larry, who's Larry, Larry Boa? Boa? They were. Larry Boa. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Larry Boa. <laughs> Scott's he, a, I love it. Larry Ron Boa. Say. Scott, give me some more, man. Phillies, too, right? Larry he was a Boa. coach. Larry Boa. I, thought, I remember as I'm a coach. I don't Bob remember as a coach, too. There you go, Scott. Top yeah. that yeah. one. Bob yeah. Denier. Center field. There yep. you go. 
Oh, oh man. man, Bobby Denier. He used to hand the, throw the ball to Dawson so he can throw it in. You remember now. that? He used yeah. to throw it to Dawson yeah. so Dawson can throw it in. Who? Uh, Bob Denier. Bob Denier. Yeah, he used to <laughs> toss it to Dawson. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. He didn't have he the arm. I mean, who Ivy. had the arm like Dawson? Yeah, it would come off the Ivy, would throw it to Dawson. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. seriously. I remember I that. You, yeah. That's um, a good memory. You're right, Jackman. <laughs> I remember that. That's nuts. That's right. Yeah. Oh, oh god. Man. That's why I suck. love those guys, Can- man. Hey, Dawson was cool when I met him. I Candy told him Maldonado. Oh. Candy Maldonado. Oh yeah. He was on there. He was like yeah. a pinch hitter, I think. Wasn't he? Did he would like he was a good pinch hitter. I think he was a first who baseman did, or a catcher. Who did we go to get uh Andre Dawson signatures at the Brickyard with a I was there with uh, were you there, Nick or I Home Depot? There. Home Depot, yeah. Yeah, Home we Depot. went together, right? It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack oh, made me. And was, was, it, was it Mike, the Serbian? <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> How <laughs> did we know about that? Was I, like an I, old I, four. No, I you knew about me? it. And I told everybody, and then I think the day before, two days before, you we went to Sporting Bar and we got all, the the the, 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 balls? Ba- the balls. Yeah, the real balls. ones. And then we went and he signed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay, yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> I liked Buckner. Who who remembers you still got the Thad, ball, right? Do you guys yeah, remember yeah. Thad Bosley? Oh, I, I don't remember. No, I don't remember. No. Bosley. No, wow, I don't you, remember. You stumped us, Scotty. Yeah, I don't know if that's a legit player. I don't, or not. I, I don't think his name was Thad. I remember Bosley, <laughs> Bos- Bosley, but that wasn't. Was it Thad the first name? I don't, I don't know. He stumped us. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um. Anyways, in baseball, not eighteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds. Okay, please. <laughs> You know, you mentioned steroids earlier. What we yeah. think about that? I think I think a lot of athletes are on them. These days. Okay, so here's my question because I I hear a lot of shows that always talk about steroids, and I like the subject. Um, what's your take on them? Because uh, there's some, I guess, arguments that I hear that are for them, and in a way, I agree. I mean, oh, Tuffy Rhodes, that is a good one. I forgot about him. That was good. Isn't he the one that hit three home runs in the his first game or something? He did something was, in his first you're game. You're right. He did do something. He did like three, like home, three runs. home runs or something like that. Oh, you're right. You're well, right. Yeah, yeah. The first game, his right? first game yeah. as a Cub, and he got three home runs in this first and game. Ever since and then, there was another guy, Jeff Pico. He Jeff his Pico. first start. Oh, I his first him. start, he did, he had a shutout, or he had like yeah, almost pitcher. like a no hitter or something, and yeah. then he like bombed after that. Oh, Who was that? I uh, that name a little D- Doug Desenzo. Doug, this yeah. little guy. He was like five six, five seven. Yeah, yeah. I remember him. How about who else? There was another catcher that was like, like Italian last name. Oh my God! I can... How yeah, about Joe Girardi? Yeah, Damon. Yeah, Damon Joe Barry Girardi's Hill. good. I met Damon Joe Girardi at McDonald's. Man, I was a kid. I Remember was a kid Damon Berryhill? Yeah. He was cool. Yeah, Damon Berryhill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was all right. Yeah. Anyway, steroids. So here, here's the thing with steroids. So many athletes take them, and, and there's the argument I hear from either professional athletes that have retired. Um, and I don't want to name names or whatever, but they say when you're an athlete, you have a certain amount of years, and they're very short. It's not like when you're when your your career that's not whatever you can work from 20 years old to 65, and you have such a long span to do what you have. But when you're an athlete, um, you're making your most money in within a 10 year span. If that, if, if that, that, if yeah. you right. get injured, and in, in NFL so, like three and a half. Right. If, if someone wants yeah. to do steroids and it helps them with their performance, then let them do that so they can make the most money they can from it. So, And the reason he's saying this is because he's like, everyone else is doing it. So why are we sitting back and not doing it while other players are capitalizing on their contracts? He's like, might as well just let everybody do it so it's an even playing field. 
Now, I know it's unhealthy, and I know now we're starting to see people pass away in their 40s and their early 50s because of that. And, and, and no, it's not out yet, but it's, there's going to be a point where I think the medical field is going to start saying, hey, these athletes are dying because of their steroid usage. I mean, who's really died from steroids, though? I don't, I don't really know anybody. I can say I, I can name wrestlers that have, in oh, my wrestlers. opinion. That's, okay. Wrestlers. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's different. I knew okay. you were going to go to the wrestling, yeah. but yeah. wrestling yeah. popped in my head, too. No, wrestling did pop in my well, head, Well, Eddie too. Guerrero passed away, and they said his heart literally just stopped and popped, but that's because of his over-excess of, you know, of steroid usage. And, I mean, right now, and there's, there's uh, I mean, in football, anytime someone passes away, they're, they're blaming it on concussions, which we can. But See, yeah. I mean, in baseball and stuff, once these guys are starting to go, they're they're gonna have to link it together and say it's probably from steroid usage. So I think I think the majority of athletes are on steroids. I think eighty you know, percent. You guys are gonna call me crazy, and people are probably gonna hate me for this, but I think Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen were on steroids. I think they transformed the game. Look at when Jordan first started; they were very skinny. Him and Pippen, they were very skinny. They played a very long career. They played like 35, 36, 37 years old. They were still playing at a high level. And I think I think those guys were like yeah, the pioneers for basketball. Yeah, but how can you basketball? Hey, guys, watch a game from the 80s. Look at how skinny these guys were. I mean, it was like a completely different man. Yeah, they didn't but have wouldn't no steroids slow you down? It, it depends. What, there's like, man, it's They'd like be, a science. They'd taking a different, different steroid. It's like a science. They got like 100 yeah, and different steroids. steroids really has not really hit basketball yet. I, or maybe he do has, but we just it? don't know it. Do they oh, test yeah. for it? Yeah, I don't think no, they I don't, don't even know they if they do. test for it. I don't think it. they want to test for it. They probably they don't. don't. They don't no. want to know the truth. It'll be a black yeah, no. it'll be a black eye to the game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Right now, the, what they're saying that uh, the football, NFL is the, the biggest sport in America, and what, in 20 years, they're expecting the NBA to overtake uh, the NFL. Yeah, Kareem Cause said of, that. Because of the multiple countries that are interested. Yeah. In, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that happening. Rick Wilkins. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Hey, here's I another know. thing, guys. Look, remember when we were kids? You were 32, 33 years old. Your career was over. Yeah. Now these guys, they're playing 38, 39, 40 years old, and they're playing at a high level. Look at Tom Brady. I'm not saying Tom Brady's on steroids, but 40 years old? I mean, that's unbelievable. It is. It really is. Was Ken Kim a nitty ever a Cub? Mm. Astro. I thought yeah, Astro, he was... too. No, he might have been on the Cubs for a year. Only I think. one year? I think so. I remember Rick Wilkins. Yeah, he's I remember a, Rick yeah, Wilkins, he's too. He's a lefty. All right, um, uh, let's jump in. Anything else about baseball? Oh, he yeah. died of steroids, Ken Caminiti. Right. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, I do remember yeah. that now. So, you, I mean, they're out there, man. you got a lot of guys out there that... Um, it's everywhere now. Yeah, but it's do we, everywhere, do we guys. agree that they can take them or not take them? I'm, I'm for just, you know, since everyone's doing it and they're not giving the punishment out there to stop it and they're not putting the fear in, in people to stop it then just let everyone do it let it be an even i disagree field. with that because of the kids what about like the young right. athletes they're all going to start doing it so you gotta you know set a barrier there just don't you say can't anything. just say do it yeah i don't know it's people dying you from can't, that you, and stuff listen, you can't not say anything you see these big monster guys at the plate and they're holding a little like a little like uh, they look like a toothpick yeah you know i mean it's, you can't see nothing. Uh, speaking of that, holding it, did you guys see the uh, trailer for uh, Andre the Giant's show on HBO? Yeah. yeah. That is crazy. That's going to be really good to see. But, I mean, if you if, – if I you, heard about it, but I want to see it. Yeah, it's yeah. not out, out yet, but if, it will be. If you work out good and you eat good and you eat creatine and protein, and you can get fairly strong too. 
Especially now with the science they got, the guys working yeah, out and stuff. Yeah, like shakes and stuff. I mean, what, what do you guys think? I mean, it's not like the, the But it's steroids. too much hard work. It's more hard work. Yeah, and then it's the a, it's steroids a is run. an easier way out, and it gets you stronger. Even it gets more you stronger, than- and it gets you to recover quicker. Guys, listen to me. Steroids is common everywhere. Even actors. Look, I mean, look at the Rock. Oh, they said, yeah. You think, they the, Rock, you think the Rock's not taking steroids? No, Come they, on, guys, they just announced that they cut another dealer, and in that dealer they said Mark Wahlberg was one of the guys that of were on course. this list. Yeah. How about how about Sylvester mm. Stallone? Stallone did. He, Stallone. Admitted he admitted it. it. Yeah. that's. I mean, um, there's no Schwarzenegger. All those, you know. When you're getting six pack, you know these like awesome bodies. Yeah, Jordan, Sky Pippen. I didn't think about it. Maybe yeah. they did. I don't know. I'm telling but they you. were ripped. They you got some ripped. players to ripped. Now, yeah, Shaq, they were skinny when you they know, came. I don't think he did. He, maybe he did, but he's a big boy. Shaq's, Shaq's naturally big, powerful. Think, yeah. yeah, but when you guys perfect bodies, athletes, you gotta be like, come on, this is not. But those know. guys are genetically gifted too. When they work out, they're to a point. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm sort of I really don't care about the steroid thing anymore. But I do think it is more rampant than we know about. I do. Yeah. I, how much? So you're I talking, don't know. You're how talk, much is it? I don't know. So you're talking across all sports: baseball, football, soccer, tennis. All uh, sports. All if sports. someone tells you take this, this is going to help you play or make more money. You wouldn't take. Listen. Put yourself. Of course, I would take it. Okay, that, thank you. I was going to say. Who put, wouldn't? Put yourself as you're a sports athlete. You just started in the league. You're making a rookie contract for the first two years, two million dollars. You had great stats. Now there's a guy that you know you're better than, but now all of a sudden, somehow, somehow he performed better, and he just made a hundred million dollar contract. And now you get jealous. You're going to tell me you wouldn't do that same thing so you can get $100 million and I get $2 million. Human there. nature. Right. Yeah. But Human do I nature. think it should be allowed? No. I do think because of the kids and because of the health, anything overused is no good. And if we know something's harmful to our bodies, then it should not be allowed. But There's a lot of harmful I, things. There is a lot of harmful things. That's true. That we have free will and that is up to us to, to decide. But it's, a tough, it's a tough topic. Yeah, it, it it is tough, and could go back and forth. Uh, I mean, steroids. I mean, they change careers. Look at Rafael Palmero. Yeah, you're absolutely I mean, right. He was he was in a power hitter, and you know, and all of a sudden, he this over, guy's hitting 40, 40 dingers a year, over five hundred homers. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Wild Bill says, "Me and Big Nick don't take steroids. Look at our tremendous bodies." <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that, Bill. Um, all right, you want to jump over to boxing? Yeah. All right, let's, let's do, do it. it. I wish I had like a ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you had that last week, didn't you? Yeah, but I'm trying to find ago. one on the soundboard, and I don't have one on the soundboard. I have to get one on the soundboard. All right, let's let's recap last week's fight. Or I, I actually I want to go back a couple weeks and recap the Peterson. Earl Spence and Peterson fight. Did you see? You guys see that one? I saw it, but not live. But I saw it later. Okay, Spence chewed him up. Yeah, and uh, like I said before, Peterson fought everyone tough except Lucas Matisse. He's the only one who was able to get him out of there via knockout. Everyone else he fought tough and he hung in. This guy Earl Spence, he's a new monster at 147 pounds. He, he he's fast. He's a southpaw. He uh, he punches really hard. I mean, he was sparring was wasn't he sparring with guys like Charlo and them? And they're saying he punches like a middleweight. Yeah. So I mean, he's unbelievable. He was in the Olympics, uh, 147 rising, 147 star. Keith Thurman doesn't want to fight him this year in 18. They asked him. I seen an interview. He's like, "No, baby, you ain't gonna see it in 18." So you know, not many guys want to fight this guy. I give Peterson credit. Peterson has a lot of heart. Lamont has a lot of heart, 
and uh, he would have died on the ring. Uh, his that was touching. If you guys seen that fight, that was touching. His uh, uh, it's like a father figure. He adopted him basically, Barry Hunter, because Lamont Peterson and his brother were homeless. They were in Washington, and Barry Hunter took him in, took him into the gym, and uh, raised these guys. And uh, it almost made me cry when I seen that, when he stopped the fight. He said, this is my son, man. This is my son. I'm not going to let him get hurt. But anyways, uh, Earl Spence is a real deal, guys. What do you think his next bound is? I, I agree. I think that he he showed who he really is in this last fight. Who do you think he's going to go at it with next? You know, It's so hard to say. Nobody wants to fight this guy. I mean, there's nobody that really wants to fight him. And he said... I'm I'd love th- to see him fight Crawford. Yeah, if I, and, if and I we were talking with it Wan. with Jackman. Remember when we were talking about it two weeks ago, Jackman? And, um, or no, who, I was talking with someone that he was dodging mm-hmm. a lot of these fighters. A lot of fighters are... Or, a lot of fighters are ducking not, him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, Crawford's 140. Did he go up to 147, or they're talking about him going up, Sammy? They're, they're talking about him, but with his body, he's eventually going to go up. Yeah, he's tall. And didn't he want to fight Canelo? Yeah, there was some talk about but that. But he would have to move up, and Canelo would have to move down or something. Yeah, I don't that, think he should do that. That's not going to happen. Yeah, he'll no. get, he'll yeah, get beaten not, up. Well, I don't know for sure. I don't sure. know about that. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Well, usually when you go up and wait, we've seen it detrimental to Khan, but Spence is not. Khan is no Spence. Well, Khan was great, but is, he has a faulty defense. Uh He's a great boxer. He's fast. And he did well. Actually, he did well with uh, Canelo. I thought. Khan? Until yeah, he got hit. I thought he did solid. Yeah, too. he you know, he was he, he was, you know, outboxing you him know. for a little bit, but his defense. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is Cal Brook, he's also one of my favorite fighters. Yes. I did not like when he went up to tri- against Triple G. He was also doing well in beating Triple G. I saw it in a couple early rounds, but Triple G Hurt him more with his punches. So I generally don't like that when guys move up a couple weight classes. Unless they clean out their division first and go up, then it's more, I guess, appropriate. But when they just go up like that, I mean, they can do whatever they want. I, I'm just not a crazy you, fan of you it. You know, me personally, I think it's exciting, though. I think those fights are exciting. Like when Khan fought Canelo. You know, they uh, are. Brook fought Golovkin. It brings a different dimension to the game. Like back in the old days, they used to do that. You know, it was a pretty common thing. They don't do that anymore. No, they don't. No, they don't. I thought the fights were interesting. I mean, of course, the bigger man usually wins. But usually wins, right. It's, it's nice for the fans. Not good for the fighter, though. No, it's not, not good for, for the fighter. Yeah. You know what? Brock, I wish he would have stayed, fought Khan and all those guys at 147. He's a little bit damaged now, but I think he could still come back. He's a great fighter. And I, I like him. Hopefully he comes back and does well. Yeah, that guy, I mean, he's got a heart of a lion. Think yeah. about it. He took on two guys back-to-back that nobody wanted to fight. Right. Yeah, nobody wanted to fight Triple G. Nobody wanted to fight Spence. No, no. And uh, I wanted to talk, since we're talking about Spence in the 147 division, I was looking up, if I could find it here, I was looking up uh, Ring Magazine's uh, who their top ten is. And they had Pacquiao in there. They had fuck. I can't find it now. He's too old. Yeah, yeah he Pacquiao's was, he, way too old. Yeah. yeah, he was at the bottom of the list, but he was in there. They were actually talking about Pacquiao. I forgot who they were setting him up with the next fight. But he was getting set up too for another fight. Yeah, yeah, he wants to fight somebody. He's too old. They had Jeff Horn in there. I can't find it now. But who do you guys think is a top one forty-seven? Didn't Oscar De La Hoya want to come out? 
Yeah, I heard Oscar De La Hoya wanted to come wait, back. Wait, wasn't it? Wait, that's Oscar for, De La Hoya's like publicity. Hundred million dollars. I'm coming out. He's forty-four years old. Dude, I'll fight Mayweather. Um, Pacquiao with Lomachenko? No. There was some talk of that. There was talk of that. Yeah, they're talking about Freddie Roaches over here saying too that Pacquiao would walk through Lomachenko if he if he plays around. Um. At this point, I'll favor Lomachenko. Oh, uh, without a doubt. I mean, I mean, Lomachenko's, you know. He's a lot smaller, but, but still, he's the number one Lomachenko. Oh, yeah, here it is, guys. Uh-oh. I'm just going to run this over real Yeah, I think Lomachenko's one of my favorite fighters, too. I want to talk about him some, but here, here's what they got, okay? They got Keith Thurman. Number one? Yeah. They got Earl Spence Jr., number two. Okay. Sean Porter, number three. Mm-hmm. Cal Brook, number four. Mm, Danny Garcia, number five. Jeff Horn, number six. Manny Pacquiao, number seven. You shouldn't be on there. Uh, Jesse Vargas, number eight. Lucas Matisse, number nine. And Lamont Peterson, number ten. What do you guys think of this list, and would you change it? I think it? there's a couple people that shouldn't be on there. Pacquiao shouldn't be on there, I don't think. I mean, the list does – it's not really a particularly strong. I think, like, Earl Spence is a phenomenal. I think uh, Thurman is right there. Uh, you know, Cal Brook is worthy. Um, but if you mix and match those guys, you can make some pretty good matchups there. Yeah, and how about Danny Garcia too, right? He's yeah. fighting – oh, he's – you know, Danny Garcia lately, I don't know. He fights these guys, Bam Bam, who's been away, and he's fought at 135. Now he's coming back. I don't think that's that – I don't know. I'm not crazy about that fight. What do you guys think about that? Bam Bam fighting Garcia. I think, I think Bam Bam, he's been in a lot of wars. I don't even know why he's in the ring. He should he should have just stayed retired. Yeah, he he right. should have hung it up. I mean, I mean he was good for a while, but he has been a lot of all his fights are tough. They're also saying Pacquiao versus Matisse. I would like to see that. I would too. Yeah, it's a good it's a good payday for Matisse. Yeah, and uh, I think it'd be a hell of a fight. And I guess Golden Boy's really trying to make this fight happen. So I that think w- that would be a good fight. Who'd you favor? They're I'd saying, probably pick Matisse. They're saying mid April. Who would, you t- who would you pick, Jackman? Matisse. I'll I think Pacquiao's Matisse. too old, man. I agree. And I think if Pacquiao loses this, he's got to just give up and just not do it again. Matisse could knock him out but because uh, he punches hard. But I I don't know. I might I might go with Pacquiao. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I don't think Matisse is going to be the same now since his defeat to Posto. I think he's, I think he's dangerous because he punches hard. But I don't think he's going to – I think he could probably be the champion because of his punch. But I don't think he's going to go to that uh, enchilon. This guy thought about retirement. He was off for a while, for a, for a good while, after he lost. And uh, I don't know if Pacquiao can still bring it like he – well, he can't bring it like he could. But if he could bring it enough, I think he could win. How about Broner talking shit about uh, Khan? Mm, I would like to see that. Yeah, he's Broner's claiming he goes. I would, I want to knock out Amir Khan. It wouldn't take that much. I mean, Broner's lost, you know, pretty much every big fight he's been in. Um, but that being said, he fights everybody. He does. He, he doesn't. Does, duck he doesn't nobody. duck He'll take any fight. No, he'll he take. You know, and he, he's got a name. I mean, he could have probably ducked more guys if he if he if he wanted to. No, he's, bro- he's a money guy. Yeah, Broner's tough. He 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 doesn't duck anybody. That's true. He's just not busy enough. No, he only punches a couple, like a minute around. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if he's poorly trained, but 
Uh, he's got a phenomenal chin. What's your? And he t- punches hard too. What's your yeah. take? Best ha- hands. Hottest uh, thing. What's your take on um, our boy Money Mayweather going into the UFC? You'll never it, see it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Jackman. You'll never see it. I I say it happens. Really? No way. Yes. He's not going to embarrass himself. So he's, he's forty he's, years old. There's he's no way he's sending going to the tweets. UFC. He's sending tweets out now that he's practicing in the UFC. The last four days, he's got tweets out there that he's in the octagon and he's training on the floor to be an oct- to fight in the Listen. octagon. He he told what's his name Dana White that he will make a billion dollars for Dana White in that fight. It'll be the first billion dollar fight. And then all of a sudden, yesterday, McGregor starts taunting him on Twitter. So they're already starting it, and then they're going to create this ruckus, and then I think he's going to announce, yeah, I'm going, and then I, I say we see it. Mayweather will never do it. Mayweather's a master of promoting himself. I mean, he was one of the best all-time boxers, but he's also one of the best all-time promoters. I mean, this guy is, he just knows how to say certain things that gets fans interested. There's I, no way, I can, I'll almost guarantee you, I mean, I would bet practically any amount of money that there's no way he fights in the octagon what do you think tom no uh, way honestly he he loves money yep and um i think his dream is to become a billionaire and even if he fights in the octagon he's supposed to lose no one expects him to win so if he can get away with maybe 250 million 300 million clean money in his pocket i think the tm like the, the money team I think he might do it. <laughs> How much did he make with that McGregor fight? What was it? Like? 150? Oh, some, yeah, 200? somewhere along. Million? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. McGregor, I think, he made 100 million. So I think he made 150, 200. What did, I could be wrong. What did you guys think about that fight? I Cloud think, I think McGregor. Cloud show. Yeah. I don't know. I think McGregor gave a good account of himself. I really do. He did, but he I. Did, he, he did. He won all a right. couple rounds. No, he won a couple rounds. How many boxers did that against Mayweather? He Not, probably won more but rounds than any than any boxer. Yeah, did. but did he let him win? I don't, he didn't let him win. No. Uh, people say that oh Mayweather no, carried Mayweather, him. That's bullshit. Yeah. He didn't let. He I didn't, didn't let see him the win. fight because I knew it was going to be disappointing, and uh, I didn't see it. What do you think, Jagman? Do you think Mayweather carried him? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think he carried him, but I didn't think he pressed him until later, once he felt well Mayweather usually does that he don't press people until he feels them weakening up a bit well, McGregor's got a different kind of style though I think he threw Mayweather off he, a little bit for the first few rounds and I think, he's bigger yeah that's what I was gonna say he's bigger he's longer his arms are longer he's a southpaw and he was moving around kind of awkwardly and he did have good movement he did move uh to the left and to the right and he pivoted pretty good I think that bothered Mayweather the thing is he didn't punch real hard he didn't punch hard for a boxer at that weight class. What was he like? They fought at 154, right? He didn't punch real hard for a boxer at that weight class, yeah. so in my opinion. But I, I, I do think he did a I good account McGregor's of himself. Solid, solid. There was talk of him fighting Malinaji. I'll take him over Malinaji. Hey, right here's, here's the purse. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? What yeah. is it? Uh, McGregor got $127 million. Yeah, and it was a, over $100 million. I knew that. Floyd got $400 wow. million dollars in wow. that fight. Okay. Wow. So so then, so you're going to tell me they're going to leave. They'll probably get more than that to see it in the UFC. Yeah. So he, so Floyd will be walking away at least $500 million to a billion. Yeah. And that's what he wants. I don't think you'll see him in that cage. Paper, I don't think so either. No. I don't think you'll we'll see don't. him in that cage. He might put someone in a ring again, maybe like one of those, I don't know, McGregor again in the ring. I don't think you'll see him in a cage. No. Nah, I think we'll see it. I, 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 I wouldn't I bet on it. And I won't pay I, for I it. I wouldn't bet on it. 
Nope. No, I wouldn't either. I don't want to see it either. McGregor will destroy him. Yeah. He'll he'll destroy him. Yeah, so he destroys him in what? In in the first round, one minute. He walked away with 500, 600, 700 million. Another Mike Tyson all over again. Yeah, but this guy's 15-0. He doesn't want to go and get beat up. I know it's not boxing. It's not boxing. I know. I know. It's it's out of his element. Yeah, but you know what? Mayweather can just tell McGregor, hey, let's do a rematch. Right. He can make money in a rematch. That's, that's yeah, right. No one's going to watch it. No one's going to watch that. No, they'll that. watch it. They know how to sell the fight. McGregor will hype it up. You know, they, so, can, they can get in a little boxing. Yeah, so, they can start fighting so in an interview. It was yeah. so fake when they were yelling at each other. And then afterwards, they're probably having a beer together. Of course, yeah. Yes, yeah, like the wrestlers. <laughs> oh, they probably are having a beer together and dinner. Not right now. They're laughing. They're laughing. They're laughing going like, to the bank. Look how much money we made from everybody. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> I'm, buying, I'm buying a new Rose It's Royce. all the work, man. It's all the work. It's like wrestling. You guys sit here and think that this stuff is real. Okay. Every, it's, pre, it's predetermined. No, 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 not boxing. No, no, Are you telling me no, it's not real? Not. Are you telling no. me it's not real? No. What? It's predetermined. No. I don't, I don't agree. I don't I, agree. I don't agree either. Don King started it. All right. Let, let, I want to go over some of these uh, boxing subjects. Uh, all right. Let's see. How about Lucas McTisse's win over Tarant Karam? If you guys seen that. I almost think that guy went down. He just hit him with a jab, uh, Matisse. I know he punches hard, but I don't know. Wait, are you telling me that it was arranged and fixed? Uh, <laughs> I'm just contradicting what I just said. No, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm not saying it's prearranged, but that guy almost looked like he took a dive. I don't know. Not saying it's prearranged by the boxing, but by Who the guy. remembers McNeely? Peter, no, yeah, Peter McNeil. Yeah, who, but he fought in there. No, he fought. He tried. He fought. The, he tried. Who was the dude? Was it Bruno? No. Who was the Frank guy that? Bruno. F- Frank Bruno. Who was, was the a... guy that fought Tyson? Didn't even get hit. Joe Hip. No. no, no Bruce, Bruce Seldon. Seldon. Seldon, and Bruce he just Seldon. fell yeah, down. Bruce oh Seldon. my God, that was ridiculous. Yeah. That's all. Come on. You know on. what? A lot of Tyson fights were. I will give you that they were fixed. A lot of my Tyson <laughs> fights were fixed. <laughs> all no, of no, that no, stuff was. No, no, think about it. No, no, think about it. Bruce Seldon was a work. That fight was completely a work. What do you think about that? Yeah, Michael Spinks to me looked like a work. Here's a guy who's Maybe a he was gold scared. medalist. Maybe he was I scared. don't think so, man. This guy's been fighting his whole life. He's a gold medalist, and it looked like he hit him on the top of the head. That to me looked a little, a little funny. Uh, I mean, there's other. Fights I don't know. Tyson too. was pretty scary, but the Bruce Seldom one looked like he just. He didn't even out. hit him, dude. No, his I mean, hand. Flew I know that over was crazy. Head. That was completely not, not even touched. Well, I this one, think... this one didn't look that good either. It, he hit him, but it was just a jab. A uh, hard jab, but I don't know. If you guys look over this one, it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't the greatest fight. Matisse didn't look that good either in this fight. He didn't. The other guy was bigger than him. He was the biggest Thailand fighter I've ever seen. He was. He he came in the ring at 160 pounds. Matisse wasn't looking really good, but then he hit him with a couple punches, and the guy went down. So in like I don't know six seventh round. So I don't know. It wasn't that great. Does fight. boxing do steroid testing? They, yeah, they do. They do. They do, they okay. do that. You know who's testing. really strict on steroid testing? The UFC. Yeah, no, extremely strict right now. Guys are getting popped left and right. Oh, they're yeah, they're well, really they have strict. to because you can probably kill someone in the ring doing that stuff. But boxing too, boxing too. Boxing. Even UFC is starting to become fixed too. They're starting to do their wrestling antics before and after the matches, where they're trying to sell the entertainment part of it, and everything's a work, man. Even sometimes, we don't even want to think about it. Even sports events are works sometimes. Super Bowl. Sometimes uh, all this I mean, stuff. I don't think that's a yeah, work. Uh, it's there's all so many done people for involved. reason. For boxing, it's easier because you only got two guys in the ring. 
But for what are you going to do? You're going to have team, the whole team. Yeah. You're going to have sixty pay, guys no, that are going to work. Pay the quarterback off. The star player. Yeah. Uh, pay the quarterback. The quarterback yeah. can affect the game in football. Oh f- yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Or uh, baseball. Or, or defensive player. I baseball, know, but pay I, the pitcher off. I don't want to go there. You know. Or the, re- or the referees in NBA. Oh, there yeah. you go. Remember they're Seattle, very, Seattle versus in, the Bulls in the finals. They're that very influential. Should have never won seven games. It didn't go seven. It went six. But it should have never went that long. The Bulls were the up Bulls 3-0. Were up 3-0 and then yeah. they won two. We yeah. should have swept them, and the referees kept them in the game. That's all that happened. It happens it, a lot. It seemed like that happened a lot in the NBA. Yeah. I have to admit. Well, I, they want seven games. They want more money. They want, they want yeah. revenue. The bars want it. Do you Everything think? Out do you think it. it's Everybody actually fixed, it. though, or do you think the NBA tells the refs, "Hey, man, watch this guy. Call you know, call this game a little closer," or do you think it's just completely a work? I think they just sit down and because they want more money. So at the end of the day, when you look at the finals as an NBA, you're like, okay, I'm making way too much money here. Yeah. Michael's bringing in too much money to the NBA. Commercials, I, I everything. Can't, yeah, I can't afford to go four games. So they sit down with the refs and say, call towards Seattle. Let the games go at least six so it looks a little bit realistic and that Chicago's still dominant, but that we still make our money. So then they make more money out of it at the end. At the end of the day, we have to realize that those two boxers that are fighting aren't only guys making the money. It's also the promoters and the other people it's in the back. Everybody. The casinos. The casino, everybody. And everything. The Imagine the gambling. Well, the, I know the gambling. Yeah. I know the judging is shitty in boxing. Oh, big if you want to go there, I mean, oh, you know. Okay, you know. so here, 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 yeah, so I'll even go that, that, yeah. I'll go even deeper into it. Yeah. Canelo Triple G. Right, May fifth. It's signed. It's terrible. signed. They yeah. they already have that's signed, but they already have told these guys before the fight. They already know they're gonna fight three times, and they already know who's gonna win each fight. No, and they tell these, okay, no. so who won the first fight? I'm not gonna fight? go that far. Triple G won the first fight. I saw hands down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How come? How come he didn't win? Because. Because they wanted a second fight. They want they more money. They would have got a second fight anyways because he didn't knock them out, and it was a competitive fight. They want more money. They would have got a second fight anyways. It'll be in more demand. Our, we're the 10% of the fans that know the hardcore fans. There's another 90% of this world that watch it that will pay for it to see a second fight now that it's more interesting. So that's the whole point of it. When you don't get a knockout, when it's not convincing like that, it still would have been a rematch, my opinion. But, I agree. It would have been a rematch. Uh, the draw does add some controversy to it. Um, it's boxing, man. Boxing's not good for that. No, no. It's it's. Wild Bill says, "Thank God for the hack, the Amazon Fire Stick. I don't have to pay for any of the fights." You know, <laughs> spe- to be honest with you, speaking of that, pay per views are down for everything. Yes, awesome. down, are they down for uh, for wrestling also? Okay, there's a smart man called Vince McMahon that did something very brilliant. Uh, your bromance with Vince. Yeah. What did he, he do? Bromance. What oh, did he do? I love you, Vince. He got rid of the pay-per-views. Oh. He had, he Here, no we longer, Here we smart go. Here we go. So what did he smart do? Man. He created the WWE Network, and people pay nine ninety nine a month now to watch the pay-per-views wow. and all the content. So if you want to see one of the pay-per-views, you have to watch the network and pay $10 a month to watch it. So now the guy's got, I think, and Wild Bill might know the details of this, he's got like over three to three million, I think, subscribers right now. Wow. And Wall Street was dumping his stock when he first did that, and now everyone is doing it. Everyone's creating networks. I wouldn't be surprised if boxing ended up doing it eventually too now. UFC already started it now as well too, and I think they're going to start pulling their pay-per-views, or they have them on both, but I heard rumors that Dana White is eventually going to pull all the pay-per-views away from pay-per-view TV, and you have to subscribe to the UFC 
to see the pay-per-views on there. Everyone's stealing it these days. Yeah. I got these young guys at work. They get on there. They get on, like, YouTube. Yeah, you can get it on fight. the internet. Now yeah, they everywhere. get on the internet and they watch the whole fight. So why are they going to pay $70, 80 Yeah, that's why it's so down. It's just it's yeah. out there and it's like no. And that's why Vince, when he did the network, he knew that. And he, he's like, listen, we're, we're losing a lot of money this way, but how can I entice people to pay me $10 a month? So what he did, and this is what's really good about this, is he ended up, uh, he owns all of the video footage for like the AWA, the WCW, ECW, and all those old wrestling, like remember the Von Erichs? Yeah. yeah. So he even owns that re- the, the video of that. So if you own his network, you can go back and watch Von Erich wrestling right now. So he's enticing people, saying, hey, I've got more stuff that you guys can watch. It's not just the pay-per-views. It's all this. And then he puts new programs on there as well, too. So, Did you watch that Ric Flair documentary? Yes. Yeah. That was great. That was it was great. great. I, I loved great. it. I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. It was good stuff. How'd you like him as a wrestler? Uh, he is actually my favorite wrestler of all oh, time. Wow. He was one of my favorites. And then number two is yeah. um, uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. I oh, love Macho I Man, too. I love the Macho Man, too. Yeah. I'm I love Jake fan. the Snake, also. I like Jake. Remember, Jake there's the only one great. Ricky Hatton. <laughs> Remember the song they used to always sing? You're the one. Yeah, oh, Ricky yeah the boxer, yeah. Yeah, they used yeah, to sing yeah, it all yeah, the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, what is, okay. He was one of, he oh, was a good, I liked him. He was one of my favorite boxers too. Lennox Lewis is my number one anyways. But He's anyways. the most probably dominant heavyweight in the, in the 90, in that generation there. So what what other fights we got? All right. Or what see. do we got coming up? Well, we got we got some talk. I don't know if this is. I, I think Lomachenko is gonna is favored for sure versus Lenoris Jorge Lenoris at one thirty five. What do when, you guys think about that? When is that coming up? No, they're just talking. It's not signed right now. Lenoris is a tough guy, but Lomachenko. he's not at that level of Lomachenko. Yeah, I mean Lomachenko's a special fighter, and Linares I think you got to start good putting him up against like top names now too. Lomachenko. I yeah. want to see him against Mikey Garcia. That would be. That's good. what I want to see. That's what I want to see. That's the fight I want to see. Garcia is technically sound. He never. He's he excellent. never got beat up. He's excellent. Nobody ever beat him up. Fight. Garcia punches hard too. He can. I don't know. I think Garcia is the one who can. Uh, they talk about Lenores because he's flashy. He has fast hands, but he gets bruised up and. I don't know. Even though Lomachenko would, Lomachenko started at one twenty six. His fight be be one thirty five. But when I was watching the fight uh, last week, Lenora's fight, Roy said that uh, Lomachenko won his uh, medal, his Olympics. He competed at one thirty five. So I guess that's a weight that uh, he, you know, he can also be dominant, and he's used to it. So. Well, Mikey Garcia started at like one twenty six. I he believe did. also. Yeah, Mikey so. Garcia started one twenty six, and he was off for what a couple years. Yeah. He had that problem with Bob Arum and HBO, and he got out of that contract. Right, yeah. Yeah, he was off. He didn't fight. We got some, uh, let's see, we got some heavyweight fights, too. Do you guys like the heavyweights? Not like, Shoot. It's not like it used to be. It's not like be, it used but, to be, but we got Wilder against King Kong, Luis Ortiz. Uh, Wilder. You know, they moved up Wilder so slow. So I always wonder why did they move him up so slow? Yeah, is there something? Uh, is there is there, like, is he chinny? What's going on with him? Uh, that, that's a tough fight to pick. I'm calling Wilder. Who I else you got? Probably failed, favored Wilder, but it's, King Kong Ortiz is no joke. It's better he's for a boxing ball. if Wilder wins. He's an American. That's what they want. He's he's up and coming. Ortiz yeah. is Ortiz is up and coming too, but he's an older guy who got a late start in the game. 
He's like 36, 37. He's like 37 years old for sure, easy now. And then you get the other big uh, heavyweight fight, Anthony Joshua versus Joseph Parker. Now, I haven't seen a whole lot of Parker. He's like a New Zealand, uh, but I don't know. What do you guys think I've about seen that? Him fight. Both... I've seen oh. him fight. I think he's a little limited. I mean, he's really nothing uh, special. I mean, you got to go with Joshua in that fight. I think Joshua is the real deal. When I first yeah. started talking about him, I'm like, well, you know, he's a little bit raw. His defense is a little bit because he's offensive-minded, but I think he's a real deal. And fighting that Klitschko fight, that grow you. You know, you fight tougher competition, you get better. He reminds me of Frank Bruno. Yeah, a little bit. Big muscular guy like yeah. that. Yeah, I think uh, Joshua's... He's something that England's happy about, and, you know, he's – I think he can be a real deal for a while. Yeah, boxing's pretty big in England. If you look at England, it's a like lot, an yeah. event. Yeah. It's like going to a nightclub for them. Yeah. You know, here it's not the same. You, you know, got, you see these arenas, they're not – they're empty. You now. got a lot in England, um, and it's a lot of the heavyweights too now that are like English that are down there. Um, and then You're look- ta- talking about a good English fight, which I like. What's that? Chris Eubank Jr., is fighting the other guy who's really good, who fought. Uh, he kept fighting Frosh. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot his name. But, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, that'll be a great fight. Oh, uh, Groves. Like a, George Groves. George Groves. Yep. That's going to be good. I'll George, probably take Eubank. I like, I'm like. i a George Groves fan. Yeah, yeah, how old is Groves? Uh, he's not. Maybe 32-ish, I'm guessing. Oh, I got to so look he's it still up. But. Yeah. I didn't see Eubank fight a lot, but I'm a big George Groves fan. I thought he was winning that one fight against Frosh until he caught him. Yeah, I don't know. we already said the Canelo Triple G is set for May 5th. Right. So that's going to be huge. What do you guys think about that one? <sighs> Triple G's getting a little bit older. Uh, Canelo's younger. Uh, I think it's a tough fight, but I'm, I'm going to go Triple G. Hmm. What, what do you think, Jackman? Well, history tells us usually when the younger guy fights the older guy for the second time off of a close fight, the younger guy prevails. I don't know if it's going to happen in this case, but something's telling me that Canelo might take it. Even though I think Triple G won the first one. I don't know. I'm calling Canelo because, and I think we talked about this on the first one back, Jackman, uh... Canelo now knows what tri- Triple G has. I'm not saying Triple G is not going to train as hard or not harder than Canelo, but I think Canelo's going to literally train his heart out right now, um, and he's going to put everything into his training so that he can actually go in there and beat Triple G. Now, is it going to be maybe a decision again? It might. I don't think these guys will probably get knocked out and around. It might just go decision. These guys are for sure going to three. So no matter what happens, they're going to end up doing a third fight. I think this would be a difficult fight to bet on. Because let's face it, guys, if this fight's close, it's going to Canelo. Right. So that's the only thing that would worry me. I mean, if this fight goes 6-6, six, six, seven rounds, you know, to five, Triple G, yeah. Canelo's going to get that. There's no way Triple G's going to yeah. get the decision. I, say, I call Canelo, and then we'll see what happens in the third fight. I'm like up in arms, but I, something's telling me Canelo. Really? But, a little bit, yeah. Even though I saw when when they first fought, I saw I called Triple G was going to win. Then when I seen this fight, something swayed me for Canelo. They said Canelo's riding the bike more. 
he's working more on his cardio for this fight. Because as you guys all know, watching that fight, that was a big problem for Canelo. He only fought 45 seconds of the round. He's the 26-year-old. Uh, Triple G's the 35-year-old, and Triple G pushed the fight more to Canelo. Canelo fights in spurts. He's an explosive dude. He's a real strong guy. He's got big muscles, but he can't carry the fight for three minutes. If he can carry the fight for maybe two minutes or two minutes and 15 seconds instead of 45 seconds, although when you attack too much, you're more open to get hit. So it could, it could you know, be tricky. It can be a dangerous proposition both ways. I mean, you know, when you're aggressive, you're more open to get shots too. So it just seemed like Canelo's shots were hard, and, and he was taking Triple G's shot like i never seen anyone else take him before. Although he yeah, it was amazing. He, you know, I mean, he never really got hurt that bad. He no. never really rocked him. No, and I was surprised. I was I was shocked also. I, I don't know. Canelo's also. a strong dude. I don't know. He's got a heavy hand. Yeah. He's got a heavy hand Real and heavy, heavy chin, hand. and uh, he's coming in as a physical prime where the other guy is sort of coming a little off his prime. Yeah, I That's, think, I think uh, Charlo will, will beat them both. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm he's telling real good. You yeah, he's I'm a showtime fighter. I'm gonna look at those odds, and if those odds are like plus two hundred, plus three hundred, Charlo, I'm putting money in that fight. Charlo will beat both of these guys. What's your yeah? Take? Charlo's really good. What's your take on Roy Jones Jr.? He's he's fighting Thursday. He's fighting. Yeah, his last match apparently. Yeah, that's what he's my, saying. My take on Roy Jones Jr. He's the greatest fighter I have ever seen. Like from the '90s on, you know, growing up as a kid, a teenager, but uh, I think it's sad what he's doing now. Here's a guy who's arguably the best fighter, some people say, or one of the best fighters, and he's still fighting. The guy's 47. What is he? 46, 47, 48 years old. Um, yeah. I mean, they can't be paying him much at HBO. They're not paying him much. Why is he fighting? You know, I, I, I think he just loves. I fighting. think it's sad. Yeah, I think it's it, it's, it's he sad loves though. Fighting. It's sad. At that age, and they don't even know who he's fighting. I mean, at that age, guys, it's time to hang it up. You were the best fighter of all time. You've been knocked out multiple times. Uh, you're tarnishing your legacy. I mean, you—he obviously made some bad decisions. He didn't put away his money the way he should have, and that's the reason why he's still fighting. Let's face it: if he was smart with his money, if he invested in his money, I don't think he'd be doing this. I mean, he shouldn't be fighting. No, Bottom I mean, in, in the 90s. What do you think, Jackman? Do you think, I mean. It's... No, he's 49. He shouldn't be fighting. Yeah. No. You know what? In the 90s, he was, he was untouchable. He was amazing. He was amazing. amazing. I mean, there's some rounds where the guys hardly hit him. I remember uh, Pezienza fight. He couldn't even do any. A lot of guys. They Look couldn't at his even highlights on YouTube. One of the best highlights of all time, this guy. Hand speed. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. I mean, in his prime, it was like men against boys. He was really, really dominant. And he was one of my favorite boxers in the 90s. And talking about going up in weight, he did it. He did it. He went up. And he, he and, and he beat John, John the Ruiz. Quiet Man Ruiz, yes. right? In 03, he yeah. went up to uh, heavyweight. And he started out at what, 160? And then, and then 168 for a long time. And then went all the way up to heavyweight. And beat a pretty good heavyweight. This guy was in there with, uh, uh, what's his name, Holyfield and a lot of guys. So, I mean, I give a lot of props to uh, Roy Jones. He's one of my favorite fighters. And he's a great announcer. Really good. I he really gives like insight yes. into the fight and what's going on. And, and he sees things that other people don't see what's, gonna, what's coming around the bend. He sees it. He knows what's going to happen. Right, Sammy? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. 
All right, what else do we guys got for boxing? I mean, besides big fights, Triple G. Well, it's the monster mega fights, or at least that. Yeah, I don't see who's coming up next. I don't know. Nothing this weekend? Big, at least? I don't think there's anything nothing, big. Nothing extremely big. Yeah, nothing no. huge this weekend. All right, so I think that's what we're calling it. We're calling it. Man, yeah. we went yeah. two hours and 24 minutes, oh, guys. Shit. Wow. So um, thank you guys for tuning in and uh, listening, if you guys are listening to the whole thing. Um, I may break the show down on podcast version to, like, our intervals. Um, but uh, thank you guys for the questions, and uh, um, it was pretty fun. I mean, we ran. We started about 7 o'clock. We had the technical difficulties, and then we started at 7.10 on, on YouTube, but we started at 7 uh, earlier. But we... Um, we're going to end up calling it a night, wrap things up, post this for the Facebook guys. Um, we appreciate everyone's support. Uh, please spread the word to everyone you guys can. Uh, post us on your Facebook, on your Twitter accounts so that you can tell all your friends. Um, again, uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel here. Um, you can also subscribe to iTunes and give us a five on iTunes. You can hear us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, uh, Overcast. Uh, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, uh, Google Play. Uh, we're on Facebook and on Twitter. Our Twitter account handle is at Windy City, or I'm sorry, at WCSN312. We changed it. It no longer is three, so it's at WCSN312 for the Chicago area code, the old school area code. See how we're slick like that? You can't even get 312 numbers anymore. See? It's smart. One of our interns, Tom Chris, told us to do that. Um, and then we have, oh, there he is. He's finally on camera. And then uh, we follow us on our Facebook as well, too, Windy City Sports Network. We also have an Instagram, which is the same handle as our Twitter, at WCSN312. Um, and we can go from there. So other than that, I think that is all I got. Uh, do you got anything to close, Sammy? Until next time, guys. Jackman? It was fun. I like the new mic. Sounds great with the booster. Thank you. Sounds perfect. Tom, Chris, are you going to get us off air good? It's not going to mess up. Love you, Chicago. All right. Um, all I have for you guys is uh, I will see you guys on Tuesday, and then uh, CSCR will see you on Friday of next week. Good night, Chicago. It is what it is.